Welcome to River Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkInc.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with today, Mr. Ryan. What's happening, everyone? Jen. Hey, guys. Mr. G, coming back. What's up, fools? And getting ready for preseason football, Mr. Chris Chin, all the way from Boston. What's going on, Ooh, What's going on, everybody? Preseason starts in December. Let's go. <laughs> that's what i wanted that's what i wanted so today we have a little fun agenda we were going we are going to look at our top 10 favorite trailers of all time i know we've talked about it throughout the years on here and we finally got to here and i don't know how you guys did your list but the way i did my list the movie didn't have to be great it's just the anticipation that the trailer created but we'll get to that a little later on we were originally going to have a very light agenda, but then D23 happened, and that changed everything. But mm-hmm. me and Chris were talking off the line. Then something outshined D23 and Disney at around 6.30 last night with the trailer. With Would, we, would you consider that a trailer, Chris? It would be like a... Yeah, I would say I'm all the way in. Yeah. It was like Viagra. It was Breaking Bad Viagra. It was Blue Chew. <laughs> Blue Chew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So we I'm got so the excited. we got the teaser trailer to the upcoming Breaking Bad film called El Camino, which will take place after the events of the series finale, and pretty much take us to what happened to Jesse after the events of the finale. Uh, not everyone here has seen the show, but for Ooh. those that have, I can't say how hyped I am. As soon as I confirmed that Gilligan directed and wrote it. I was completely in, and you're the same, Chris. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm so ready. Rye, have you seen the show? Yes, I have, and it's funny because uh, when I, you you're the reason I uh, binge watched it, and then I told you my main issues. I wish there was more closure on Jesse. So knowing this movie's all about him, I'm just like, yes, bitch. <laughs> I read it. I read an interview a little bit uh, after the announcement was made. And they pretty much with Aaron Paul and Aaron Paul was had the same reservations that we all did as fans of the series finale. He was like, you know, he thought he ended perfectly. Like, do we really want to touch that? And then about a year or two ago, Gilligan sent him the script and away we are. I think Chris made the, Chris made the valid point. We were hearing about this movie for a while, but it seems like we were, while we were hearing about it, they were actually just saying we're filming it. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Like whether you want it or not, like they were essentially filming it. So I'm all on board. I'm all on board with no Brian Cranston. Just putting that yeah. out there because that conspiracy theory that he's alive. Well, is- did he die? Yeah, he died. He died at the end. It's the last shot of the show was him dead. So. Sheesh. Well, like, I think I think I mean I, he's obviously not going to be a force ghost, but I think Brian. I, <laughs> once you read. I, I, Unless you read otherwise that he's not going to be in the show, I would 
I'd say that he'll make because like Jesse's got to have to battle everything that happened, and whether you want to or not. Spoiler alert! Like Walter has a huge part in Jesse becoming free. Yes. So, so like there, there's gonna be some demons to wrestle with, and I'm excited. I'm like, I watched like a few of my favorite clips from the show, and like I am back in that headspace already. Yeah, I'm rewatching. I'm gonna rewatch the series. I just want to get myself ready for it because I remember. Um, going into that series finale, I had my heart was racing because I'm like, if anyone I didn't want to die it was Jesse because that guy went through the fucking ringer for six for five seasons. Yeah, yeah, he, he had he had a tough stretch of life. Yeah, especially that last two seasons, tough stretch. <laughs> so the fact that he got away, and I also like that that was the only time he never said yes to Walt when Walt is like, "Kill me," and Jesse's like, yeah. "Nah, I'm not gonna do that." So. Yeah. Can't wait for that. I mean, that's all we got. We only, we only, we only got Pete getting really interrogated. Short teaser trailer, right? Yeah, fifty four seconds. Weird thing, it was a weird thing to post on G Reels because I've never, I've never watched the show. Yeah, and the email I got was like, "Post this now." It was like in all caps, and I was like, "Okay." And then I look at it and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is this is probably important. I guess I should post it." <laughs> so, uh, but I was like, it's weird to be so detached from something like that you've never seen, but then like seeing reactions from people when it did get posted who were excited like super excited i just you know you get a little bit of fomo yeah <laughs> like, i kind of wish yeah. i was i, I mean it, it's all it's only 60 still ep- got time, yeah it's only 60 episodes <laughs> so it's not it's I know, I know. I, i've been told to watch it since i've actually been on here and i know i know i know i'm Oh, bad, bad guy it's the best written, I watched it. it's the best written <laughs> show of all time i don't think there's anything better written than that show <laughs> um so the next bit of news uh, it, oh, go ahead I was ryan gonna say real quick on it is i love the little swerve they kind of threw at us because like you said like we've kind of had the inkling the show was coming and then they said oh we have a big announcement coming everyone thought it was a show but it was their rock oh, so like, oh, maybe it's yeah. not happening Wait, did we yeah. always know it was gonna be Netflix? no i thought it was just gonna be oh, no, or, i, I thought it was that. a feature like on uh in theaters i didn't think it was just like gonna theaters? be netflix yeah um and then the Added to the announcement, it is going to premiere on Netflix, but it will also air on AMC. I think in December. Okay. So, I mean, and then the Netflix one's in October. Yeah. So Netflix gets it right on October 11th. So right after Comic Con. Um, the next bit of news I know of of a movie that's coming that no one asked for is the new Matrix film. <laughs> Keanu's hot in the streets, man. <laughs> you know, I said, when, I, when I wrote about it, I was like, "I'm all about the Keanu Reeves Renaissance. I'm I'm all for it. I just don't want that." Yeah, you. <laughs> I make, don't care. It's one good movie. One good movie. I don't. And one good movie, and then one like mediocre movie, and then one awful movie. Yeah, and then the mediocre movie with one great sequence. That's what the car yeah, sequence with the twins. That's yeah, that's, that's about it. it. And that's what makes it like mediocre. What the you, rest of it's probably bad. <laughs> where Where are you guys at with the Matrix? Um, so like, I'm not a big Matrix fan, like even the first uh, I mean, one. the first one? Nah, uh, it's okay. Like, it's, like, I understand, I understand how visually appealing it is, and like, I understand the significance. I would be interested to see, like, I mean, when was the last Matrix movie made? Uh, 2003. 2000? Yeah. I, so like, from then to now, to see what they may be able to do with some technology, I'd be interested in. I was well, um, the Wachowski brothers became sisters. So yeah, I did. I did it. That was that <laughs> was the breaking news for me. I didn't know that. Um, the funny thing is that you mentioned the last Matrix movie. I remember reading a review. I forgot who it was from. I probably Hollywood Reporter, 
in 2003 about how bad Revolutions was. And then they finished the review with, well, at least you got Return of the King in a month. So <laughs> that's not good. That's not, not what you want to hear. Not good at all. I think um, Revolution only has one good sequence too, like the whole fight in the rain. With yes, all the, at the end. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I just don't like my my issue with, and I I did a presentation in high school about this. I just never really liked the the idea that they turned it into like so much religious undertones. How ma- how Neo is Jesus and like he sacrificed himself to save all the people and stuff yeah. like that. I, I mean, I, do you think that was always the intention? Like probably the not. I mean, it's kind of like yeah. I I doubt the Wachowski. Wachowski, well, sisters now thought that you know we're gonna set this as a as a trilogy. I doubt it. it and then no, looked- yeah, I thought I, th- I always thought the sequels are like yeah, I mean we talk about it a lot, but like purely motivated by money. It wasn't the fact that they had a story planned out. Yeah, like the first one did. Like I don't think they expected the first one to do as well as it did. No, and then, and then they made sequels. And I don't think they had those planned from the start. And I mean, the first one still holds up. We're we're actually going to oh, see yeah, it on it really the big does. screen. Twenty years later. Yeah, we're going to see it on the big screen on uh, on Friday. Um, moving oh, wait, on. You guys get it. We're not getting it over. Here. Oh, you're not. Yeah, we're getting it at. I think it's only a few theaters that are getting it. Uh, we're seeing it in Dolby. Um, nice. The uh, Tom Holland had a bad week, but before we get no. to the uh, the other bit, the other bit of bad news. Justice for Tom Holland. Tom Holland's Uncharted movie loses its director, so I have no idea what's going to happen with that. And I mean, I love the the game series, so I want this movie to happen. So I'm always leery of video game adaptations. Oh, rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite one? Doom, hundred percent with the Rock. Mortal Kombat. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I would say it probably it probably is Mortal. Yeah, Kombat. Yeah, I, I would say it's Mortal Kombat for me. Yeah. Do you guys like the Street Fighter one? No, oh, John Claude No, <laughs> or uh, I've seen it. Gomez, Gomez Adams. Tough. <laughs> he died right after that movie. It's sad. Yeah, I killed him. He <laughs> Chris is not what happened. Don't put that out there. The... Killed him. Did he? Did he make another movie after? No, he did not. <laughs> but the Street Fighter didn't kill him. How do you know? I mean, I'm assuming it didn't. <laughs> uh, so you're assuming just like I'm assuming. So we're on equal ground. <laughs> Um, uh, but like, I've um, I've actually saw people complaining about Tom Holland being cast in that. Like, I don't know anything about the game, so like, is it is he not right for the part? No, I mean, he's an older, he's a younger Drake. But the third game is a prequel and a sequel, oh, so okay. I think they can set if they do the first movie as like the prequel story from the game, they could eventually grow him up and then because he's twenty two. How old is Tom Holland? I think 22, 23. He's young. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the casting. I never had an issue. It's better than Mark Wahlberg because I thought Mark Wahlberg was going to get cast in that right away. Was he supposed to be in it? I th- I think there was rumors about that years ago. It but... wouldn't surprise me because Mark Wahlberg is always in everything. Mark Wahlberg stinks. He's hey, your fave. Chris, come on, man. He stinks. He was in fear. So? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good movie, man. Um, no, I understand that. Nicole, he Nicole make forever. Not stick. <laughs> the the next bit of news that we got this week is uh and i can't wait till chris talks about this uh michael rucker is joining fast and the furious nine like and, last minute <laughs> and, and uh when we get to what we watch chris you actually finally saw every single fast and the furious movie so i can't Ooh. i can't oh my god how'd that go oh um it went, <laughs> it went. i feel like you hated it did you hate it uh 
I mean, they progressively get sillier. There's yeah. no doubt about that. So, oh, but they progressively get more fun. Oh yeah, no, they're great fun. I would never say that, but like, if somebody tells me still that Fast and the Furious is their fra- favorite franchise, uh, no, I, know I, they, I mean, it's I okay know where they sat on the bus. Hey, Jenny's <laughs> here, and that's her favorite franchise. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. it's not By my way, favorite like, franchise. You know, we talk about it a lot, and like, you know, each movie has gotten bigger and bigger and like, like bigger budget, cars. but still, the first one is like the one that. That's my favorite as well. Still holds up the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like so I, I think I told, I told, um, I told David offline that like the acting is not great. I mean, it gets better. Like Paul Walker, particularly in Fast 2, which I know is so far the worst, too fast worst one. Yeah. Too Fast and <laughs> Furious. Uh, when he says cuz. Like I literally like fell out of bed laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? What happened? How did you like Tokyo Drift? Because that's the one that like, a lot of people don't like." I mean, that's the one that stopped it for me. I mean, so I watched it uh, chronologically, so oh, right, okay, it fit better. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's also the last one that's really about street racing. Yeah, yeah, true. And right, I, and they just become fun fact. Hobbs and, Hobbs and like, Shaw. They're like all of them become like bloated versions of the Italian job. Basically. Yeah, and yeah. Hobbs and Shaw has the least amount of cars. Oh yeah, actually, Hobbs and Shaw. They made a reference to the Italian job, which I thought was funny. Oh, I I already forgot that movie. That's not a good oh, thing. <laughs> it came out a few weeks ago. That's yeah. I already forgot it. Um, moving on to some more some more uh, news. The Joker has hit another is going to hit another festival, which makes me happy because I can see it early. Uh, it's hitting New York Film Festival in mid to late September, so about two or three weeks early. It premieres on Friday, no Saturday in Venice, and then in TIFF like two weeks later. Um, I posted an article. I'm not going to get into details because I know you guys want to wait. Uh, there's a leaked Joker script. And there's some details about the script that I read. I didn't read any, like all of it. Um, yeah, this movie is going to be very controversial. Well, you see that they got a hard, hard R rating. Yeah, there's stuff that I've read in here. My God, it. it I remember. I think I was talking to Chris about this. He he had bad day. Uh, he he had plenty of bad days. If everything that I read, uh, is comes to fruition because i know todd phillips said that the script changed daily so i don't know how much of this is actually in the movie but if some of this is it's crazy right and uh it hit box office tracking at like 90 yesterday. right yeah i i can't see it doing that much not at, I mean, not at the yeah. r rating yeah i don't see it on yeah i mean like i was i was guessing 50 and i thought 50 was going to be like reasonable especially yeah. for when it comes out yeah, and then, and then from there, if it's good, then it'll if it has legs, it'll make a lot of money. But I can't like I'm surprised that it was that high. Yeah, same here. I mean, I'm I'm super excited for it now that it's hitting. I mean, we got to talk Oscar. This is is this maybe just Joaquin, or do you think it may be more? I think it might just be him, but I mean, it just depends on like how good the movie is. But yeah. I I think definitely him. I think the movie has to be great for him to get a nomination. Not just good. It has to be really like, good. So if the movie is like okay and he's great, you don't think that he'll get it? Because it's a comic book movie, no. Yeah. Because I thought, I, that, I, thought that, I thought that seat that tide has changed though. Well, a it, bit. it's dependent because I there's there are nominations that get it for bad movies or okay movies. I remember when when um 
Julianne Moore won the Oscar for Still Alice. Still Alice, yeah. The movie's okay, but she's great. But the movie's not great. So is this the same thing with like Blue Jasmine, like with uh, Kate Blanchett? I heard that movie's good. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't seen it. That's all. I mean, it's not great. It's good. She's better than the actual movie. Than the actual movie, yeah. So yeah. I think if it, if they're going to give more respect to comic book movies, then I can see the movie just being okay, and then he gets what's, in. What's going to be interesting for me for you is like you comparing him to Heath Ledger. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm trying to not go in there with that expectation because the Dark Knight didn't hit festivals, so this is like a different you know ballpark when it comes to like certain you know what, and you know what's funny is that i don't think the dark knight didn't hit festivals because i don't think they really knew that it could it could at the time yeah i, I would agree like, i think i think if, if the dark knight came out now i think it would have yeah and i mean i think it would have been a definite best picture winner that movie i mean it, when i was doing the research for the trailer stuff i i don't understand how that movie missed but i mean we were in a different time back then. I mean, like, I mean, I think there's a lot. There was a total lack of respect for just comic book movies, and like, it was viewed as a comic book movie, even though it's not really. It's the Dark Knight is basically a crime thriller that happens to have a comic book character in it. Yeah, you know what I'll never get about that year: the Dark Knight. Heath Ledger won the Oscar, and it, and I agree with you 100 percent at the that there was no respect given to the genre. But Tropic Thunder got a domination. Yeah, and, then Robert Downey Jr. got nominated, right? Yeah, RDJ, and he he was great. He deserved it, but it's one of those like. They're so fickle with what they choose. Oh, yeah. They're like, we'll give it to that little comedy, but not that comic book movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll find out. By by next Saturday, we should get the RT reviews coming in because there's no are embargo you, Are you kind of surprised we haven't got another trailer yet? I think we'll get another trailer next week, like okay. when the movie when the movie releases. Yeah, I was really surprised that like that, that's been the only one. Good trailer, though. I've seen it a lot in theaters. I've yeah, actually, I, yeah. finally, I finally have seen it more than Twenty One Bridges trailer. Thank which God, makes me happy. I don't even. Th- I don't. I. I love the Russos. I don't want to see that movie anymore. I want zero I to do with that. I don't, movie. and I like Shylock Bozeman. Like I, like I just don't. Don't care. Yeah, I. I'm so out of it. You know what other trailer I'm seeing a lot now? Actually, more than Twenty One Bridges. That Queen and Slim. I saw it I three think, times already. I'm not. Yeah, fan. I saw it a lot, and I I want to see it, but like if I see the trailer again, I might not. I think I I think that goes into our conversation later. It's a trailer that you can see over and over again, and still want to see the movie. Like the Joker, I've seen at least like ten, eleven times already in theaters, and I still want to see it. So yeah. I've also been getting Hustlers a lot too. Like you, I saw Hustlers trailer for the first time yesterday. That <laughs> movie. Wait, were you like Wolf? Were you like? Oh. So I was. Um, I was actually for the first half of the trailer thinking I'm okay. Okay, this I kind of it's interesting premise to say the least. I mean, then, based on a true story, it's and, like a real thing. And then they get to the fucking scene in the in the jail cell where J Lo still has her phone. I'm like, that really wouldn't happen. You really had to do that. Ah, yeah, that is silly. That part's silly. But I think it looks fun. And I'm not here. I'm here for J Lo on screen for every minute. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm actually here Jeez, for like the goat. I'm here for what's her face from Riverdale who actually looks hot in the movie. Who? Lily Reinhardt like looks really good. Oh, true. I I didn't even, I forgot that she was in it. Yeah. Um, and then moving on to the Bond twenty five title, No Time to Die. Time to die. That movie will be released in three years. Yeah, but that movie's cursed, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> will we ever actually get it? I mean, maybe yeah. it'll probably be in a yeah. few years. Yeah, years. Yeah, I, I say years. 
I say years. I mean, we're already we're yeah, already it's, at it's years. It's supposed to come right? out next year, right? It's supposed to come out in April. Is that when it comes out? It was supposed to come out this year, and I think it got pushed to November of 2020. Oof. And it sucks because I, I I think I'm the only one here that really enjoys the Bonds movies. Like, like I'm an avid I fan of them. No, I like them. I mean, the last few have been really good. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the next bit of news is probably Mulan with all the the stuff going on with the with the star of the film. Do you guys know about yeah, what that? What she do? I have been, yeah. I've been yeah so what is with this? The story. I have nothing about it. I am. I keep seeing it, and I'm so like detached from it. I don't even know what she did. Chris, you you so, have you're the one that kind of put me onto the story. If you yeah. want. So so essentially essentially uh, there's some uh, essentially police protest in hong kong which is technically operated by china and um she essentially sided with the police and the government uh, i mean like in this one's like not nearly as cut and dry as like some of the things that we unfortunately have over here but like they were both wrong on both sides but china is like almost in f- full control of like their entertainment stars so like so it's tough whether so she their, said their the right thing. system is run differently than ours. Yes, yeah, 100%, 100%. So essentially, she sided with the police, and uh, obviously people, are people aren't, aren't, aren't going to love that. Yeah, and, I think they're overseeing. Did, did she side with them on something that wasn't right? Or like, what was the, what did she side with them on? It was like police brutality, brutality? stuff. Oh. But, but like, just to try to get all like the information out there, like, it sounds like most of the stories are the civilians attack the police first. Like there was protest, and then the protest started to get violent, and then they started attacking police. At least that's what I've read. Obviously, I am not over so there. Is, is the idea that maybe? I mean, I mean, they'll probably forget about this by March, right? That's when it comes out. I don't know. I don't know. Those, those don't Asians, know. they. Well, the yeah, thing is, like, they really, they really need Mulan to do well internationally, right? Yeah, so that's, that's like, like a big deal, I, especially I think, over there. I think that's where it's going to make its money. I joked when I posted the the article originally. I'm like, that's the sound of Mulan's box office plummeting because yeah, because I don't know how well it's going to do here because like there are certain things that they're taking out. I mean, I, they they should take it out if you're going to take it seriously. Like, we don't need the talking dragon, even though we love the talking dragon voiced by Eddie Murphy, and like we love the music, but like it probably wouldn't fit. So like all the things that they love about it here, it might be a harder sell here than they would overseas. Like I thought that like overseas would would be where it would make all of its money. I thought the same thing. I, I mean, it's a huge market over there. Like yeah, look at Avengers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then two more bits of news. Uh, the it reactions, first reactions oh, makes me say it. So it's very mixed. Mix. I'm going to go through some, but I will say I spoke to two people this week that did see it. And like the first reactions, they are split. One of them thinks it's better than the first and likes how they incorporate the kids from the first movie into this one. The other one said it's extremely bloated and it's the most disappointing movie of the year. Oh, I love that. So to read some of the first reactions... Um, it sucks. So here we go. So it, <laughs> I thought that was the reaction. No, no, no. It just sucks that like that was really. I I knew I knew it, and I think we probably expressed this individually somewhere somehow. It's too long. That's what everyone says. So even the people that like it, they said it's too long. Well, 
I didn't read the book though. Like, so should it be that long though? Like, because uh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I mean the book. Like the book is like huge, right? I yeah, think the book on audio is like like thirty hours long. So my counter, my counter for that. Um, so it's like Harry well, Potter. No, not just Harry Potter. Deathly Hallows Part Two. So you have a part one and part two that's split into two and a half hours and then two hours and ten minutes. And I think they got the job done, especially with the last one. You're able to yeah. you're able to climax it well. There is no reason why they couldn't split this into two the way they did and still have a three hour movie in as as a finale. It wouldn't shock me if we get out of this movie, we're gonna be like, Yeah, they could have cut like thirty minutes from that movie. It's how I felt when I saw Midsummer. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna hate this. I'm sure I'm I'm gonna like it, but it, it, yeah, you didn't like, you didn't like that one. No, nah, that movie oh. fucking sucks. Fucking complete yeah. trash. Un- unabridged, <laughs> unabridged, the book is 45 hours long, and that's with somebody reading it to you. How how many pages is it, Chris? Do you? Uh, uh, I I don't know. I've seen the book in person. Oh, so have I. It looks like a Bible. Book, is the book split like the movies are? Like, it start when they're young, young and then goes to when they're adults? Or does it, like, go back and forth? I think it incorporates. I think it incorporates. Like that goes back and forth. I think I never okay. read it. I think uh, one of Jen's friends did, but she, uh, uh, I haven't. I had to have to ask her. But some of the reactions I got, I'm gonna read just like two or three. Um, it chapter two is the biggest disappointment of 2019. A dull and bloated mess that spends too much time rehashing things from the first film. While there are a good few moments, the film ultimately lacks suspense and scares. The performances are also a mixed bag. Now we get to a good one. It Chapter 2 is a terrific companion to It Chapter 1. Similar vibes, great ensemble chemistry with a nice mix of humor and horror. Part 2 plays a heavier plays heavier in tone, dealing with defeating the burden of childhood trauma, and I definitely teared up at the very end. Bill Hader steals it. I'm and, hearing that a lot about him, actually. Yeah, that's... Almost I, everything I heard. Same here. Um... So it chapter two, it's very good, but not great. I liked it, but I didn't love it. First movie is a tough act to follow. Two is gruesome, strange, but rarely scary. Nails important aspects from the book, but feels overlong. Cast is aces though, and Bill Hader should be in an Oscar convo. Oh, so, wow. so yeah, I mean it's mixed. So I'm I'm guessing that movie hits about sixty percent on RT. If we're gonna guess RT now, I think about sixty percent. So like barely for us. Yeah. But I think I think I'll like it as long as it sticks to landing. So that's all I ask. That's that's the most important thing. I mean, like I you know, we we talk about movies that are way too long and like we like, there's two genres where they shouldn't be that long. Like it's horror, horror and comedy. Yeah, like, I'm with you. The sweet spot for both of them is like an hour and a half. That's like that's like <laughs> That's why Judd Apatow like, movies. movies like 2 hours and 50 minutes like that's why I have a hard yeah, time, like with Judd Apatow movies. Like I like Forty Year Old Virgin, Knocked Up, but they're fucking way too long. They're way too long. Like they go on too long. And like the thing is, like, like with most, like, like I, like I think you guys just saw Good Boys. Or oh, I loved uh, it. I so yet. that movie, that movie is like a solid, a little over an hour and a half, maybe. Like it's not long, and then like it, it's, it's perfectly fine. Like it gets all the jokes in. It, it doesn't lose its steam towards the end. Like it's like. It's just perfectly timed and well done. Yeah. And like, I think that's what you need for like that genre. And same thing for horror. I mean, like there are exceptions. Like I guess the first it was pretty long for a horror movie too, um, and that was good. But two hours and fifty minutes is a long time. Yeah, it's it's way too it's long with one movie. Like I'm still I'm still excited for it. Don't get me wrong, 
but right, like, but then, then you get long movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where I didn't really feel the length at all. Like, I didn't really feel that it was that long when I was watching it. Oh, um, one last thought on it. I did ask my boy. I mean, because I've seen the original, and I'm sure you guys have too. I did ask about the spider. Oh, I don't want to know yet. I don't want to know yet. Okay, so uh, I will. I won't say. An, I won't say another word then. But I, I had to ask about the spider. Oh, by uh, the way, about the miniseries though, when they're adults, that's like the lame part of the miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I hope. I hope that mm-hmm. doesn't translate to this. And I think the now, book is the same way too. That once they get adults, they become really dull. But I th- I thought yeah. with this cast, it wouldn't wouldn't you know be that way. But go ahead, Ryan. You were going to say something? Yes. Just, just because that saying was in Dark Phoenix, so we can't <laughs> expect <laughs> Dude, like, these movies are getting longer and longer. Like, I feel like more movies are leaning toward the three-hour range. Do you think that hurts rewatch value? Like, you know, one Depends to throw what it, it on? Depends I think it hurts it box office yeah. a lot. Because I can but watch. Like, but on the one hand, I think it hurts box office. But on the other hand, I'm like, actually, even though I think certain things should, like, should be cut down, I think it's kind of cool that studios are like, hey, like most studios would be like originally be like, yo, this is too long, cut it. But it seems like they're allowing a lot more to, to get like, the hey, whole vision, vision like let's go with it. Yeah, so I, I, I'm happy about it on that end. Because I, I can watch but, Endgame. Like, I can watch Endgame all day every oh, day. Yeah. I, I just watched Endgame again for like the, the sixth time. I don't know. It's been a lot. Yeah, but like I, <laughs> I don't feel that. I don't feel that length either. Nah. Same here. Um, uh-huh. Great segue to Marvel um, because. Oh, Tom Holland. Yeah, so <laughs> Tom Holland, Tom Holland's week and was really shitty as uh, Spider Man is no longer part of the MCU because Sony and Disney could not come to a deal, which is so my friends are making fun of me this week because I actually haven't been more devastated by entertainment news in my life. I think <laughs> where I was like, and they were like, "Wait, you act like why are you so invested?" I was like, oh, "There's like, there's all the issues here with continuity and like, uh, <laughs> like I, I'm not, I'm not happy." I had people that don't really that are casual film watchers DM me, and they're like, "What does this mean? Is Spider Man dead?" And I'm like, "No, Spider Man." <laughs> I'm like, we, we, "Essentially, he might as well be dead, but he's uh, not dead." But he's not going to be happy anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's let's say that. Um, and then Famous I had to, jazz hands. <laughs> I had to explain the whole fucking situation, and they're like, "Oh wait, so that means he's not going to be an Avenger anymore?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's not going to be an Avenger anymore." And I was telling uh, before we get into more of the details of it, I was telling Chris off the line before we started. The only thing that the only re- movie that should be blamed for this whole situation turning out the way it, sh- it did, it was because of uh, Venom, because Venom made money. And Sony's, Sony's like, got, Sony, Sony, Sony got ballsy. Sony's like, we can we can give out, push out trash or mediocre movies and still make a billion dollars. Let's do it. Well, you know what's crazy? I feel like when Far From Home was making a lot of money, like both sides separately were like, uh, what do we do now? Because like on the one end, Sony's like, this is our highest grossing movie ever worldwide. And then Disney's realizing, hey, it's their highest grossing movie worldwide. We want more of that. And I feel like separately they were discussing things, and then they were like, "Okay, let's talk about this together." And then like Sony feels baldy because they have a movie that made like a ton of money. And like I, I like so when this news first broke, I was like very much against Sony. I was like, "You guys suck. Get it together. Like these movies wouldn't be great without the input from Marvel." I think we all can agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but then from a business standpoint, because I have a uh, my friend Jake, his friend works at Sony, so like I, I asked him like. What is like, how do they feel about it? And like, from a business standpoint, I understand why they don't really want to like 
give up a certain percentage of like what that movie makes. It's their biggest like intellectual property. They realize that. They want to have like I get it. I totally get that. I just wish that they would be adults and sit in the room for a second and be like, "Hey, like I'm not going to give you like 50%, maybe take like 20, 25." I thought I thought they would have <laughs> I thought it would have started at 50 and be 35. I think they would have ended at 35 30. Because honestly, they were getting 5%, right? Yeah, that that's, the, that's what ludicrous getting. of them getting. And the last five. with the last movie, like it's so weird when you break it down cuz like Far From Home made a billion dollars worldwide. So 5% of that is what? 50 million? Uh it's a lot of money. <laughs> not for a studio. <laughs> not for a studio though. But like I mean we have a studio that has like 5 of the billion dollar like gross but I also business. don't think they were putting it like, and they, it feel, it almost feels like Disney's being greedy well I don't think they like I think Chris was about to say I don't think Sony was doing pushing any money in marketing wise I think this was promoted by Disney everything was well, done they, by Disney they, so they were saying that like the, the thing with Sony Sony distributes the movie right so they pay for all that they pay for distribution and all that stuff so like Sony's argument is like we put in money to get it made like, all of our money is what's making it. And I understand that, too. So, like, I I wish I knew entirely how much Marvel is involved at, 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 when it comes to, like, the... like the, I guess the money part is what I would want to know more about. So if Sony is, like, pushing... If Sony's more on the money end of it, then I understand why they don't want to really, like, relinquish a lot of their, like, stuff because they're like, hey, like... We're the ones putting the money into it. You're not. So I, w- I want to know more. I, I don't want to talk about something I don't know about. So I would love to know more about like what Marvel puts in on the money in for them. I give Feige credit for trying to, you know, clear up a a very dicey situation yesterday when he was talking about like, you know, we knew it would eventually end. I'm like, that's not the way you ended Far From Home. <laughs> You didn't no. end it with the intention that this is over, so that's a did little. You, uh, did you read the quote from Tom Holland that was very optimistic? What did he say? He says, "Okay, he was at he was at D twenty three, and it was like backstage with Entertainment Weekly." He said, "Basically, we've made five great movies. It's been five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds? But all I know is that I'm going to continue playing Spider Man and having the time of my life. It's going to be so fun. However, we choose to do it." The future for Spider-Man will be different, but it will be equally as awesome and amazing, and we'll find new ways to make it even cooler. So he's like, I'm sure that's not how he feels, but but at least he's being like, you know, no, optimistic yeah. about it. He he still gets to play yeah. Spider-Man. That I mean, we're not losing him. Yeah, I mean, like I think I think now nah, we might be losing I, John Watts, which yeah, is like I guess they're fighting over him. Like Sony and Disney are like playing tug of war with John Watts. Like yeah, that, Marvel wants tough. John Watts for like any future project for them. And Sony wants John Watts for more Spider-Man. And he's not officially signed on. Even though the original stories were like John Watts is on, he's not officially on. And if their contract is similar to what Fox had with Fantastic Four, I think as long as they make a movie every like five or five to ten years. They, they get to hold the rights, right? Yeah. So yeah. they don't even have to. do it they, could be anything. They don't even have to make. A, yeah, like Chris was going to say, they don't even have to be live action. They keep the Spider-Verse movies coming in. That's it. They keep control. Sure. So you uh, yeah. and Chris and had, like, like and my buddy my buddy was like is this really like finite and done I was like no I think something could change but it sounds very like the way Kevin Feige talked about it yesterday it sounded very much like there's no hope for a resolution yeah I, like, I it really sounded like it was done I think if there was a resolution they would have announced it yesterday 
And you know what? I actually think more so than Venom, I think Spider-Verse made Sony cocky about like what they could do with because yeah. they, they they did that with no real input from them. So like I think that made them cocky too about what they can do. They're like we want and, like, an maybe Oscar. and maybe they do have a blueprint from like what they learned from him while they were doing the two solo Spider-Man movies they did with Marvel. I'm trying to be hopeful because the last thing we got from just purely Sony was not Electro great. and that stuff. That's Chris's favorite villain, <laughs> right? Right, Chris? <laughs> so it's so bad. It's such big, a bad movie. Big Electro fan. So, um, like I'm trying to be like optimistic about it. Like I like it just really sucks that like I I, I like when my buddy was like it just feels like with all this like kind of corporate like greed going back and forth is that the fans kind of suffer because like yeah. there was a really good story being built up within the MCU with him like he like it seemed like they were setting him up to like really lead that moving forward like spider-man was like you could say like what he said yesterday was like we knew it wouldn't last forever blah 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 blah. but like i feel like you knew it would like you thought you were gonna have a future with him yeah i agree chris you you had the best comparison one which one the high school one no the football the the the, the nfl one oh yeah like you had you had a chance to play for the Super Bowl with Spider-Man, and then uh, you decided to go play in Canada. <laughs> you just, I, I, like it, did, it didn't make sense. I, I, I'm glad that you liked that one, but I, I liken it to the high school one. Like You've been cheating off. For the last two movies, you've been cheating off the smartest kid in the class. And now you're just like, I'm going to do the final on my own. I don't need anybody else's help. Like It doesn't make any sense. As a fan, I obviously the corporate stuff. It ain't my money, so I can't really compare too much about to it. But like, as a fan, everybody loses. Right. Everybody yeah. loses. And like, and so, Sony's argument is like, yo, that two hundred and whatever sixty million dollar budget, that's us. Like, yeah. that's not Marvel. That's us. So like, if, like someone basically was saying that like, Sony's writing the check, and then Marvel just happens to be there to kind of just like ride those coattails. And like that sounds really weird to say too, because like I'm I I do know that Marvel is very instrumental in making that character and that property significant again. Like if Marvel wasn't involved, going back to bringing him into Civil War and then the standalone movies, like Spider Man would not be as good as it is right now without them. Of course like, not, no question. Yeah. And I think that's why we're so upset because like hey, they're like they did something really well. I. I, that's why I was mad initially, but I, I guess I understand like from a business standpoint. If you're like, if I'm the one putting in all the money, like, then like why, like why would I give you like, I mean I don't know. Like I. But it, weren't it some of the sucks. reports? Weren't some of the reports that like Disney was gonna chip in half? They were looking to pay their way as well. Yeah, I heard that's, that too. That's I mean that's what I read. So like, and then like Sony's it, argument too is like, okay, you want fifty percent of what these movies earn. But you also have a hundred percent of the merchandising. That's not fair either. So there's like this whole like back and forth about like you already have a lot. Like yeah. why do you want more? Like yeah. to be ha- they basically want them to be happy with their five percent. And I'm not saying that five percent is enough. Like I think they could have worked out something where it was like twenty, twenty-five, maybe thirty, and yeah. they'd be okay with it. Yeah, I think it should have been. Here's hoping, man. Yeah, here's hoping. Ry, you have anything? Like, I to really add? hope like the I really hope the adults go back to the table and talk about it again. Yeah, I mean, like you guys, like G said, I do believe a lot of it has to do with the success, the Oscar winning of Spider Verse. Yeah, I think it has a lot to just, do with it. Just lay low and didn't make that much, and they probably would have been like, eh, "Yeah, we have Venom, but you know, highest grossing Spider Man of all time." <laughs> like you, 
could have been done at probably a worse moment. Probably only a worse time they could have done is right after Endgame. It's probably the worst, only other time they could have announced this. Yeah. Um, but I did just, you guys like? Did you guys kind of feel something was coming? Like I remember when like the the initial stories about like they needed to make this much money. Are they? Yeah. Gonna, so like, once it made the yeah. billion dollars, I thought we were good. I didn't have to. I didn't think it was an uh, an issue anymore. And then. I think Sony probably I probably felt really confident that the movie wasn't going to make a billion dollars and they were going to get it back without having to get into this situation. And when the movie crossed a billion relatively quick, they're like, ah, I guess we have to get to this point of negotiating now. And then we are where we are now. I mean, it fucking sucks. And my prediction is if Holland signed for two more movies and he doesn't want to do it anymore, he'll be in Venom 2 or whenever that shit comes out. And then they kill him off, and then we get a live action Miles Morales, and then we move away from See, Peter Parker for a bit. So that's the only that's the only upside for people that like love the Sony part of it, because they're like, well, like Spider Man will get you'll be able to cross over with Venom, and it'll be awesome. Like I have friends that like are all about that, that are like, and I'm just like, I, I don't care. He doesn't need to. He was perfectly fine with doing this. Yeah, shit with the, Aven- I don't him to cross the over. Avengers. You want him with Venom, and he's with the Avengers. Avengers. But like. <laughs> But like, but that's what they grew up on, right? Like, they grew up with like cartoons, and like, they're like, "Oh, that'd be really cool to see, man." Like, uh, like I, I have fr- like I have friends that love it, like the movie, <laughs> they like loved it, like they yeah. like thought it was great. I, I thought it was like all right, like I didn't think yeah, it was okay. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was, it was as bad as people made it out to be. It like, was, but I, I look at it; it's a '90s comic book movie in 2018. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. But I have friends that loved it, and they're like, "It would be really cool if Spider-Man was in it." I was like, "Well, that's not going to happen." That's what I said last year, but now I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." So I mean, hope, now, hoping for the best. Go ahead, Ry. Um, so say they, uh, this doesn't work out in our favor in the end, and, mm. and who takes the kind of Spider-Man role that you go with Strange? Oh, or you guys be, go oh, with? Oh, oh, of course, it's gonna be Brie Larson. You're gonna make everyone. Yeah. Mad. So I think who's gonna lead the <laughs> Avengers now? I think it'll be uh, Captain Marvel and Black Panther. Like you know how you have the yin to the yang okay. with Captain and Iron Man. Oh, Captain, yeah. That? shit that she got for that picture she took where she's lifting like the hammer like she's like somewhere like i don't know where she's at brie larson but she's like lifting thor's hammer and she's like yeah see i told you i could lift it yeah she can't then, she can't take a shit without getting criticized like every nerd boy online was like fuck you brie larson. <laughs> she can't take yeah. a shit without getting criticized <laughs> no she can't she can't even walk down the street <laughs> yeah so moving on so, to d23 uh do you have any more last comments on this except hope for the best I just hope for the best. Uh, it's a, it was like really like I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Uh, it just made me. I was I was like down about it when I heard about yeah. it because it was so abrupt too. Because usually you hear this stuff like building, kind of, but this came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, like, like I think, point I, where think I, when I wrote it for the site. I was like, maybe it's just a rumor, and they just kept popping up everywhere else. I was like, no, it's not a rumor. It's yeah. cool. That sucks. Go, go ahead, Chris. I said I, I was I was gonna say like I mean Marvel still has outs, but like it's not. I wouldn't love it because, like, with how how uh, far from home ends, you yeah, just say you that Peter Peter just says like he's gone into hiding, and like he they I mean obviously Jay Jonah like outs him and he's just like he goes off the grid because you could say that's you how could, you do it in the MCU, but like can I, you still I use it. I, hate you, it. I hated it so much. Can you still use Jay Jonah? No, yeah, I, think, I, mean, I guess he's part of the Sony thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. It's yeah. for everybody. That's how they can make those stupid Morbius movies and like oh, you're, Morbius movies. You're so in he for that. Can't, like, basically, he can't be used in the MCU, and then they can't mention any MCU people. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, uh, it would be silly otherwise, because like I know Sony has like literally like 
every Spider-Verse character. Anyone like associated with them, essentially, is is theirs. So I like they can how we just forget that he was an Avenger. That's cool. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, blip. He's he's re-blip. to forget what we went through <laughs> with Infinity War and Endgame, like getting him back. Yeah, like ugh. Tony Stark went back in time for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. It's all awesome. <laughs> thanks, Sony. Thanks, Sony. You released Men in Black International. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. that you know, movie I can't, came I can't out really too. hate on Sony because they also released Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, they got. They have one right, um, but yeah, moving. Now, moving what on. is keeping uh, Disney from just buying Sony? At because this point? that's fucking. That's, like that, saying, that's a monopoly, my dude. Stuff. I don't want. But they still, there's still Warner Brothers out there. Nah, <laughs> I don't want Disney to own everything. Yeah, either. they already, they barely got that deal with Fox through. They're not going to get the FCC would immediately shut that shit down if they try to buy Sony. They'd have to just rebuy Spider-Man. And yeah, Sony that's just the, flat out would never sell. Yeah, that's they'd the have o- to put billions. You know what? And honestly, Sony. Even though I'm I'm talking as like I would love if they sold it back to, the, but as, as a business model they shouldn't sell it because like, no, it's their shouldn't. biggest it's their biggest yeah. property so they're not going to yeah because look like how selling four aces like yeah look like, how many years look how many years they ch- Marvel tried to buy Fantastic Four and X Men from Fox until they did right. I mean, and it, they Sony, said we have Sony's to buy had, the studio Sony's had Spider Man since 1999. Yeah, and they're not letting it go anytime yeah, soon. Not at all. And regardless, like we said off the line, like. As not good as amazing is, like the Spider-Man property is still worth like big money. And, you know, and, and even though that movie sucked, even though that movie sucked, it made a lot of money worldwide. It wasn't a flop, but I mean, people think it was because it didn't make a lot of money here. But it worldwide, it made a lot of money. Like it, they didn't yeah. lose anything on it. Yeah, and like they, those just, they, lost, they lost, they lost respect and credibility, but they didn't lose money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big time. But um, yeah, so moving on to D23 this week, we got a lot of news. Marvel, Star Wars, all Disney news. Lady and the Tramp. So I was actually going to start with that. (laughs) So I don't love the animated film. So I can actually say I'm kind of looking forward to it. So you're like a little detached from it. You're going to be like, all right, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I I said when we talked, because you haven't been on in a while, I didn't love the new Lion King. I think if psycho I, mean, I, I reviewed it for us i i felt i think i felt the same way that most of you like i liked it but i, I just didn't think, but i think yeah. it's because we're so connected to the animated i have no connection to this i think they should ma- release these these live actions of animated films we're not connected to and and like that not our yeah, favorite like they, should, they should do like oliver and company next yeah i probably would watch it and say it's good are the aristocats like lady, I mean, it looks good. It looks fun. I mean, it doesn't look like no. It, it looks it looks cute. The, the first thing I thought I was like, this looks cute. Yeah. You know what I did like the next trailer that I was going to talk about is Noel with your girl Anna Kendrick. Oh, well, I support Ooh. all things Anna Kendrick. I'm with you, brother. Yeah. All things Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick can do no wrong. It look it looks fun. It looks fun. Um, and yeah, I love fun. I love Christmas movies. So we also got the first look of Peg as Captain Britain for the What If series. And she looks pretty yeah. badass there. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest news, and J- Chris and I joked about it off the line, but it seems like it was the biggest news outside of like comic book and Star Wars. Lizzie McGuire is coming back. Yeah. Yo, that story blew up on my page. I was like, I it's didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to post it because I was like, uh, my followers don't care about Lizzie McGuire. They're like, no, no, just post it. And they apparently they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently people. Like, I mean, they kept it. They kept it like a pretty 
big surprise. Like I, I thought it came out of nowhere. So I was actually talking with somebody about it, and I was like, "Yeah, of course, Lizzie McGuire is going to be on it. It's a Disney property." I thought she was talking about the old show, and then I went back the following day, and I was like, "Oh, they released like this is going to make a new TV show." Yeah, like, I'm just glad like, that I, yeah. shut, I shut my buddy down because, like, uh, when I posted it, he was like, "He was like, well, it's not like Hillary Duff has anything else to do." And I was like, "Actually, man, she's been on a show for like seven seasons. Like, Younger is like a big show with its demographic, so it's not like she she didn't have to do it, and she's yeah. not hurting for money. Like, no. she's fine. She mm-hmm. is fine. She, she is. is. Yeah, she very is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, she's. I mean, she even wanted to do it at first. I read an article yesterday where like they had to really convince her that. It would be a good idea for her to do it. Like, it, like she thought it'd be like she didn't want to go back to it being like, oh, I'm older. Like she's not old, but like being older. Like, would it work with me at my age? And they really kind of pitched her on this idea that it would work. So um, does she have like so, kids now, or do you have, do you have any idea what the premise is? I don't. I don't have anything about idea about the show. I think it's supposed to be her in her thirties, like as a millennial or whatever, gotcha. and like, you know, like. But I don't know, like, because I know with the. Uh, that's so Raven like show they did for Disney like the the new one like she has kids and her kids also have the same like powers as that, her. That's so Raven is back. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that either. I shouldn't know that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, yeah. I mean, I guess they could go down like the Girl Meets World route if they do the kids thing, and that would. But like, yeah, I thought it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like I mean, I, I mean, I, I think like like, well, I mean, people loved I mean Lizzie McGuire back in the day. Like I, I do remember that. Like a lot of people I knew liked it, and you know nowadays like what's old is new. And like speaking of what, work. speaking of what's old, it's new. We got our we also got our first look at Emma Stone as Cruella Deville. She looks great. Yeah, I think she looks mm-hmm. perfect. I, I got uh into a. Tit, tit, tit for tat with someone on. I saw on, that on Facebook, and I'm like, I don't want to be a dick, but uh, Emma Stone's actually pretty, and I don't think. How do you want? Her to, <laughs> how, how do you want her to look though? Like my thing, yeah, I thought that right away, and I was like, wait a minute. So she, so you, Corella, that's Corella's Devel, Corella Deville's hair in the in, in the animated movie. Like what? Yeah. So I mm-hmm. guess Helena Bottom. What is it? Helena Carter uh, stole yeah. Corella Deville's look. I guess is that. I, I don't get it. Like yeah. I, the comparisons Hell felt weird. Carter is very Cruella Deville esque. Yeah, so I'm like the only thing I can, I can say. Yeah, sure, she kind of resembles is the outfit because she looks like uh, Bellatrix Bellatrix with the outfit she has on. But outside of that, there's nothing really that resembles her at all. I think she looks. Perfect. The only thing I will say is that it's hard to get hyped for a movie that comes out in 2021. Like pushed it back so far. I didn't. Yeah, it's a long time. Like, so like, it was supposed to come out next year, and now it's being pushed back to 2021 because they didn't want it to compete with West Side Story. It was going to come out the same like December with West Side oh, Story. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. And like, and that, and that's a Fox property, but it also, but Disney has Fox now, so like, they didn't want them to compete against each other. And I will say, outside of uh, Emma, Paul, Paul, Walter Hauser, and uh, Joel Fry, they look really good as the henchmen. Yeah, yeah so. I thought she looked good. Like I, like, I was surprised. Like I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. Like what she would look like. Yeah, and like I think she looks great. Same here. She might be too pretty to be Cruella Deville, but whatever. Yeah, but she still looks great. Like, like, the real Cruella Deville is like anorexic and like look gross. So go, <laughs> now, going back, we going back to Marvel real quick. We got three shows that Chris Chris 
has been wanting, he's been craving for. Mm. Well, you've been like craving for She Hulk. So we're getting <laughs> yep. we're getting She Hulk. Yep. We're getting so Miss Marvel and the one that he's been asking for for about ten years since the MCU started, Moon Knight. Love Moon Knight. So Big the funny thing about Moon Knight, right? The one character that they've been trying to get Keanu Reeves to play is Moon Knight. Do you think he does this? And that's the one they've been talking about him a lot. No, yeah, I've I've heard that. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, they just like kind of like just show these title cards, from what I understand, right? Yeah, it's all title cards. That's it. Uh I think Moon Knight would be a could be a cool character, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this all fits. I guess we have to see like the first iteration of these TV shows and how they fit in the greater scheme of the universe. Because like if they're just making Moon Knight shows just to make Moon Knight shows, I'm all set. I already watched Arrow. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like I don't need. I don't, That's very very true. I don't need. I don't need that again. But if they're gonna, if they're gonna like absolutely like, like do it the right way, okay. Full I mean, disc- they haven't they haven't let us wrong yet. Full so disclosure. All the, all the shows that, like the Marvel shows, there are like are they all gonna be like interconnected? Yep, with, like the movies, they're, they're all interconnected. Yeah. Wow, that, uh, I I have so much respect for them to be able to do that. <laughs> that's a lot of, I mean, yes. maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but that's oh, a lot yeah. of work. So Sony doesn't have the respect for <laughs> continuity. Uh, apparently, Sony doesn't respect that. Yeah. So yeah, I I never, I've never read a Moon Knight comic book in my entire life. So I've, I only know what he looks like. I've never read read it either. Yeah, and then um, Same. and then I have no idea why they're bringing She Hulk in. I I don't know, like. We we saw how what happens when you do a solo Hulk movie. It doesn't work. So someone, uh, I think like it was because Os- it's female, it work. <laughs> that did like a uh, uh, Instagram page did like a mock up of Rosario Dawson as She Hulk, and it looked really really good. I'm not saying she's gonna play her, but like it, she looks like legit. I don't know who would play her. Yeah, I, I, don't know. Know. I wouldn't know. Either. I don't know. What I assume they would get the Because she's she's Bruce's cousin, right? Something like that. Yeah, I've never, you know, I didn't read. I know of her. I just never read her either. Um, and then I feel like this but, is just... The fact about She-Hulk is that she was, like, one of the last uh, characters that Stanley helped co-create. Mm, that's cool. Nice. And then uh, we're getting Miss Marvel. I is, It's too soon for that, you so think, right? Is she Captain Marvel? Is that the same thing? Is she no, Carol Danvers? She's, um... Nah. Oh, my God. I can't remember her name now. Give me so one. So she's not connected to that. No, I don't. I don't think so. I also haven't. I mean, full disclosure, I haven't read up on her. Well, I know either. they used. I remember they used Ms. Marvel on the X Men show, the animated show. She was on like a few episodes, mm-hmm. but I forgot exactly how they used her. Yeah, her name is Kamala Khan. She's she's only been around for about six years, so she's relatively new character for Marvel. So I I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Uh, but I guess, we, like Chris said, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point. And mm-hmm. then probably have, the most they haven't, they haven't steered us wrong yet. So we got the first look at the Eternals suits. They look pretty they cool. Look good. They look good. Yeah, they look yeah. badass. And then Kit Harrington will be in the Eternals as well. And Gemma Chan. And Gemma who was Chan. also in. And she was in Captain Marvel, but she's playing someone different. Nice. And then probably the most surprising release date news for Marvel was Black Panther Two will be released May 6, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's hard to get hype for a movie that comes out three years from now. <laughs> yeah, and like, so it, like when I posted it, I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Wait, that's a long fucking wait. <laughs> that's a long wait." 
Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be uh, almost 40. That's great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you going to say, uh, Chris? I would be very curious to see. Like, this is definitely the longest layover from first first installment to sequel. Right. Well, I will say that Ryan Coogler, I guess, at the event said, like, the reason it's taking that long is that they want to take their time with it and they want to get it right. So I respect that. And I also no, think I... they want to establish everyone knew that they're but bringing into the universe. Did you see that, like, uh, Kevin Feige said that he was sent a treatment with the title, the villain, and the overall story, and he's excited about it. So they, they know where they're going with it. Like, yeah. But they didn't tell us where they're going with it. But, like, he knows, and he's very excited. Well, yeah, no, I... I would imagine he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's the overseer of all yeah. things. God, he's so rich. <laughs> <laughs> and then to but fix- at least he's rich in doing things the right way. Yeah, yeah. not like Sony. <laughs> yeah. And then to finish to finish up on the D twenty three stuff, we got the first trailer to the Mandalorian, and I can't wait. It's good. It it's looks really good. Really good. Yeah. I spend the money. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I'm Mar- ex- Are these shows going to be like an hour long? I, yeah, I think they're an hour long. Okay. I marked the fuck out when I saw the carbonite at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it looks. I'm actually cool. excited that like a lot of these are going to just launch on November 12th. Yeah, like, they're just like going like yeah. You know what I'm wondering too? I wonder. And I don't know if this is news yet or anything. I wonder if they're going to discontinue the Disney Channel. Because <laughs> poor, poor kids, I can't afford streaming. You can't, have dude. Work. If you're it's five dollars, five bucks, uh, yeah. or six, well, bucks. it's gonna go up again eventually, dude. Right? Maybe yeah, that, over time. Maybe yeah. Because there's advertise, there's advertising, things like that that probably have like long term contracts that they probably have to fulfill. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I can't wait on the and TV then, show. Anyway. And then the last bit of news is the first poster to Star Wars. Episode nine looks good. The Rise of Skywalker. So sick. Yeah, that that poster is. I mean, if you didn't know Palpatine was in it, you you know now. Well, did you read the 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 comments about the sizzle reel they showed? What did they say? They said like so. A lot of people were speculating because I guess Ray is wielding a double edged lightsaber that's red. So they think a lot of people are like, oh, is she bad? Like she gonna be evil? Like there's a lot of people like speculating stuff. They said the sizzle reel was very good though. But like it, they, they really they didn't really tell you where things were going. Uh, they kind of revealed uh, Carrie Russell's character. In the, I forgot the. Her She's name. a villain, right? Is she a villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They revealed her, and she has like a past with like uh, Isaac Isaac's character. Okay. Uh, but like they, the sizzle reel was very good. But like a lot of people are thinking that like Ray, just because she was holding a. Double edge lightsaber. Oh, I can't wait for them to be disappointed in December. And I know, I know. As soon as I read it, I was like, guys, guys, don't read into it too much. Maybe she just mm. like grabbed it because, like, in a fight, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, I, I, don't I personally. She's the dark side because she has a double edged lightsaber. Oh, they want it so bad. They want it so bad. Yeah, they <laughs> the, the fans want to be right about Star Wars so bad, and they just never are. <laughs> well, that's why they were mad about the last one. I mean, like, I'm like you know, like I said, like I'm gonna watch it again before the new one comes out. I didn't love it, but I wasn't one of those people that didn't love it because of fan expectation. There are a lot of people I know that like were mad because it wasn't what they thought it was gonna be. Good time. Wait, G, are you still on your first watch? I've yeah, not watched. Yeah, I've decided to watch it when the new one comes out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm on. I think I'm on like nine or ten on Last Jedi. Yeah, I think about the same. Times? Yeah, man, I own it. <laughs> I know, but still. 
And it's on Netflix, I think, still. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't wait. There's not. That movie is long <laughs> as fuck. Okay. Do we think I this wanna... movie is going to be three hours? By the way, <laughs> I'm just curious. I, what you guys I can think. see it. I can see Here it we now. Go with, with like movies that are like that should be that long. No, it just goes long. back to what Ryan was talking about before. Like if, if everything's three hours this year, this will be the perfect culmination of like the three hour 2019. Um, I just I I'm really curious about how it does at the box office because it comes out during December, which is like a very lucrative time. So I think they played this one a lot smarter than they did the last couple. They waited a full year and a half. I think people, even the people that like to shit on Star Wars, are craving for a new movie. It's gonna make money, and it's the last one of this saga. So I think it's, it's the the end game of that forty year story. So we'll see. I think it'll do very very well. It's just you're coming out in a year where Avengers came out that's gonna be hard to top. So, but yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see in December what it does. So that pretty much wraps up the news for today. Um. I didn't see much this week except Good Boys, which I loved. I thought it was. I haven't laughed in a comedy in a very long time, like that much in a long, long time. So I really thought it was funny, and it felt very innocent. Like that's why the jokes hit so well because the kids really felt like yeah, twelve year old. I mean, like I wrote that in my reviews that like like I, I think any good like raunchy like R rated comedy like the, like what makes it good beyond the fact that it's like. All the lewd stuff is funny, but like if it, if you if there are likable people in it and it seems like very innocent, like that's what makes it good. And I thought that was the good thing about Good Boys. Like if you kind of go back to when you were twelve or thirteen and like you didn't really know about certain things, but you think you knew. Yeah. Like you think you knew everything about like sex and drugs and like you you think you have this like firm knowledge on stuff when you're twelve. That that's what it kind of like reminded me of. Like like all the jokes were coming from a place of like this like kind of childhood innocence where it's like oh it's very real and it's very relatable agree and i i didn't mention it the last time i believe our last episode but i uh jenny and i saw scary stories to tell did you like it yeah i liked it a lot actually it, felt, it reminded me this is the way i, I compared it i'm it's, hearing for people that didn't stick the landing though did it, did i it? think it did for me it okay. felt like it's a movie that is meant for kids that are too old for goosebumps but too young for it like it's right in the middle for like those those type of pe- kids um, okay. The practical effects are pretty good in the movie. You can tell Guillermo he produced it, he didn't direct it, but you can tell he kind of had an effect and uh, impact on what of them using uh, practical yeah, effects. Yeah, well, at least from the trailer, it seems like very much. It didn't stick the landing in a way. I get what they mean because they set up a sequel. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, but I think you it made it. Looks... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I think it made enough money to get a sequel. I. Th- Thing. No, it did. I think uh, it it had a budget of like twenty something million. And it's gonna hit about fifty fifty five. So yeah, it has enough. All right. And what were you gonna say, G? Uh, I was just talking about. Cause speaking of Guillermo del Toro, there was a trailer for this movie called Antlers that he's producing. Oh. With uh, with Carrie Russell, and like the trailer is really good, but it look if he's just producing it, he's not directing it, but it it just feels like anything that he produces, I feel like he does he have a hand in directing because it all feels like his style like like even scary stories like the trailer for that i was like i feel like he directed that he just didn't produce it yeah i'm with you i think he has some impact on it because it definitely felt good yeah but yeah that's i think that's pretty much it that's all i saw in theaters and i'm actually currently binging on entourage because i want to do an uh an episode in the next couple of months on the 15th anniversary of the show so i've been binging all of entourage 15 years yeah 2004 uh, the show's still good, but the later seasons really aren't that great. 
I'm on season six now, and it's. I feel like after season five, they really had no more real. Does Vinny Chase still suck? Oh, he's been sucking, man. That guy's terrible. <laughs> but you know who fucking sucks even worse? E. E is the worst. Yeah. The yeah. worst manager ever. Um, Chris, I know Mark Wahlberg produces it, but do you like Entourage? I don't. You can you can pencil me out for that episode. Well, like uh, Entourage is very much an LA show, so like I like I like it probably. I mean, you of course you like it. You you don't live here, but like like if you live out here and like know like the scene, like Entourage is very a very fun show to watch. Yeah. And Jeremy Piven is still good. I went with Curb. I went with Curb. I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's my comedy. You always tell me to watch it, and I still haven't gotten on it. Because uh, I don't like Seinfeld, so I assume I won't like. Curb. Oh, I hate Seinfeld. I don't like Seinfeld. Yeah, at all. so like it's the same guy. Oh, then I'm out. Sorry, Chris. Missing <laughs> <laughs> out heavy. Um, what about you guys? What uh, what what have you guys seen recently? I I, I saw Ready or Not twice in two days. Funny you mentioned great. that because um, one of the other writers on the site hit me up because he's doing his own review for it and he hated it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh I well. loved it. I loved everything about it. It's like one of my favorite movies of the year. Like, I, I can't wait to see it because I, I, the trailer had me. I thought the trailer was great. So, so you got two, you got two opposite opinions on this. Where I was like, it was one of the best movies of the year. I loved it, and then the other guy was like, it sucked. He said it was very. <laughs> I, I, I liked it a lot. He said it was very predictable. I, I didn't think it was predictable. No, I mean, no, I, no. Well, this is his opinion. It's fine. Oh, I forgot one more that I saw. I saw Hush, the animated DC movie. Yes. Um, so I have a problem with them switching the ending a little bit. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I think Chris hated it. I did hate it. Yeah, I I, did hate I it. didn't love it. But yeah, they changed the ending of the book and yeah. So Yeah, no. No, I'm out. I'm out on it. I hope I hope Jim Lee never sees it. <laughs> He's gonna be so upset. Did you hate it did, uh, even with like how without blunt, the I like ending? How blunt uh, I just I didn't like a lot of it. Like, oh I, really? Okay. I prefer I I prefer I prefer like when they used to use like the actual art styles as um the template. Okay. And they didn't on this one. Um, it didn't have it didn't at least it didn't portray like Batman the way he is in that story. Where like I think Hush like he's very much on his detective game, and like I didn't feel that in the movie. Um, I can see that. There was all sorts of other things that they just added to it. Uh, it was just hushed by name. It wasn't. The, it wasn't the book. It gotcha. wasn't the book. And the book is what I've waited for since. It was the hush storyline is the first Batman story that I've ever read. And so, mm-hmm. like, it was definitely personal to me. And that movie stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all right, sorry to cut you off, G. You can keep going. Why doesn't does Chris write for us? <laughs> funny, you should, sorry, funny you should ask Jenny. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm just kidding, Jenny. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jenny rushed out like an hour ago, guys. <laughs> oh, she's not on? No, she left. She had to go. She had to rush out. I just oh, didn't. I thought she was. Yeah. Um, she's gonna. She edits us, Jenny. I'm just kidding. We <laughs> no, we're gonna leave I, this in. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna get. Yeah. I was just curious because, like, you know, he's he's funny. So, like, I assume that would translate to the paper. <laughs> to the, we're, we're to work, the written word. We're working on something. We're, we're working start, on something. Yeah, we're starting. Yeah. Oh, okay. all right, all right, all right. So, but yeah, what else you got, G? Anything else? We're ready or not? Or no, I mean, I just loved it. I, I mean, like you, I like, I wasn't even sold in the trailer that much. I remember, like, I didn't even post 
it. Like, I, it was something I think that you guys brought up to me that, like, this trailer's really good. And I was just, I just, I, I was completely surprised by it. I loved it. It's been a uh, like, I really love, too. like, dark comedies like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's really in on the joke. And, like, it doesn't, like, take itself too seriously. The acting's really good. All the characters are great. I don't know. I mean, I'll be curious to read the other guy's review and see what he did I'm, like. I'm I'm interested. In, I'm interested in it too. I, I I'm going to the movies today after we're done recording this, and it's going to be either Good Boys or it was is ready or not. Oh, I think Good Boys. Like mostly because there's nothing else out right now. But. Yeah, well, dude, yeah. I'm catching up on a lot of shit this. Unless week you want to see Angel Has Fallen, the third. Ooh, film, I can't uh, wait. The third Gerard film of the Fallen franchise. Gerard <laughs> Butler hasn't done a sit up since 300. <laughs> <laughs> How did that become a franchise? How? It made money. Did you know, like, the first two of no, like, no, 35 they make, mil? They make good money. Like, they get, they make good money overseas, but, like, it does decent. Like, it opened that number one this weekend. It, yeah. Wait, did it really? Yeah, $20 million. Like, ridiculous. It reminds me of a franchise that, lived, that should be living in the 1990s. Yeah, like, it should be with the John Clancy, like, stuff. Yeah, so. Like, but like clear present danger or something. What, uh, <laughs> anything else, Gian, you're in? No, that's it. That's Rye, all I... Well, Rye, I mean, I watch a lot of stuff on TV, but I don't talk about that. Right, you had a pretty light week, too, right? Yeah, I didn't really get to the theater, but I did do a rewatch of Grease randomly last night. I did also is, finally see the new the It. Oh, it what, is the word. What do you, <laughs> you think of the new It? I fucking loved it. Oh, like I refuse to watch that ever again. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> it's like Stranger Things and the Goonies and Stand By Me with a horror movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Glad you liked yeah, it. No, I absolutely loved it. Um, I watched Crystal Skull, the Why? Jim Henson movie. Oh, I thought you meant Crystal Skull, like the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, I thought Skull. you meant like the Indiana Jones movie. No, 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 the uh, Jim Henson <laughs> movie, the one with the puppets and stuff. Wait, is that the Dark, Dark Crystal, you Dark fool. Dark Crystal, I'm sorry. I'm not sure why I wrote Crystal Skull. Dark Crystal, I apologize. You really want to watch the Indiana Jones movie, I think. <laughs> and Rye, Rye, are you going to start He-Man because Kevin Smith is... I, I, I have to. I do have to start watching He-Man now. It's just something I have to. I've never been a huge He-Man fan, like I said off air. The most I know of He-Man is from uh, Robot Chicken. Um, yeah. Uh, but, by the way, Screen Junkies did an honest trailer for Masters of the Universe, and they were making fun of it really bad. I I, I still love Masters. Of the Universe. Yeah, man. We were talking. <laughs> we were actually talking about it off the line before you got on that. Uh, Chris, can you tell that story? Because it was hilarious. Yeah. So, like, I started working at FYE when I was, like, 16. So, obviously, it was, like, my first job. And I saw the movie. I was just like, oh, I'm buying this movie. It's a great movie. And <laughs> my, you bought it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is when I used to buy DVDs. And I, uh, my boss, who's, like, one of my best friends now, he was just like, listen. I'm a, he's, like, 10 years older than I am. And he was just like, don't do this to yourself. Just keep the memories that you have intact. I was like, what are you talking about? This is a great movie. And he was just like, okay. Sold it to me. I go home and watch it. That movie stinks as an adult. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> so like, the, honest, the honest trailer makes fun of the fact that they're like, there's very little like He-Man and Masters of the Universe. It's no. just more about, and very, and very much about Courtney Cox and her damn parents. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it's really about. And like, you're like, we don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm immensely that, like, entertained by that movie. <laughs> Like the like, well, can the we give synthetic. props to Frank Langella, who is actually awesome? I think he's a really good skeleton. He was like really he he was committed. Yeah, oh, no, he was. He he's was. the only one that was committed. Well, Dolph Lundgren can barely talk. That's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and what did you peep about the 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 goblin? 
Chris? Oh, you could just you could see whoever's playing him like in the mouth. If you look, you don't even. Have oh, to like inside the, the mouth, you can see the guy. Yeah, you could just see him. He's just he's just in there, and he's like <laughs> talking. And it's it's <laughs> things that you can't. And then I watched this on like standard def. It wasn't even in HD back then. And, and like I'm just I couldn't even imagine what it would be like now. I own oh, it on great Blu-ray. The honest trailer also pointed out the guy who plays the cop is like every authority figure in the eighties movie. Like that guy <laughs> is in he's in Top Gun and he's also in Back to the Future. He's a principal. Uh, it's like he's like he's just yeah, he's like as the authority yeah. figure. Fun fact at a Comic Con I paid him five dollars and he called me a slacker. He called my dad a slacker. Like it was I have it on video. Wait, it's you paid like, him five dollars to call you a slacker? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I did, hundred percent. He was just like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, cut. I didn't a... know that he's still alive. I didn't even like look him up. Yeah, he hundred percent said, like, yeah, I'll cut a promo for you. <laughs> that's and, great. Like, he, got, he got in my $5. face. That's like I, I was paid. Well, I, took, I paid for the picture as well. And, oh, like, wait, so, I was just like, wait, I was like, no. can you call me a slacker? He was just like five bucks, and I was like, perfect <laughs> deal. <laughs> and like, yeah, he got in my face, like finger in my face, the whole nine yards. That's it was awesome. great. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Chris? You see anything uh, this week? Or, right, you had some more? Yeah, I've been catching up on the DCW stuff, and also I watched, finally, uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, what do you think doesn't about touch, that? Doesn't touch the original. I also see what you mean with the Meryl Streep uh, scene. So Totally unnecessary. So unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, that, yeah, no. Meryl Streep has to be in everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't really enjoy it. Like, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Nice. And what about you, Chris? Anything? Well... Well, we talked about I watched a lot of Fast and the Furious movies. So if you uh, if you had to rank your, other, them. Other than the first one, what was your favorite one other than the... It's five. I would say it's Oh, five. Fast Five is great. Yeah. That's when The Rock comes in, right? You see, yeah, yeah, Chris, yeah, you see what I mean? That, and, like, that... and Gal Gadot. Oh, oh, she's yeah. the one before that. But she's yeah, she's in Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before but, uh, everyone thought she was like, Chris, Wonder Woman. Chris, quick question. She's not unattractive. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> Do you see what I mean with uh, The Rock putting life back into that franchise? Yeah. Yeah, no, I his chemistry. I mean, his chemistry pretty much with everybody, uh, except, except Tyrese, obviously, <laughs> and Vin Diesel, uh, is is great. Would yeah. you say well, actually, he actually had pretty decent chemistry with Vin Diesel and like the start. initial? One. Yeah. Would yeah, you I say? Mean, like, um, I think they got along. I, they got along back then until they realized that The Rock was like the franchise. What did yeah. you say that um, about Tyrese that he shouldn't be talking shit to The Rock anymore? No, no, he should never talk to The Rock. He should thank yeah. him. I just want to be going to talk shit, like, be educated. When he, like, when he, like, tried to make fun of, like, Hobbs and Shaw not doing as well as the other movies, I was like, yo, asshole, it made $180 million, like, yeah. globally on its opening weekend. That's not bad. You can't no. make fun of that. No, like, you're, exactly. You're dick. I like, mean, when, it, when was the last time you were in a movie that did that well that wasn't a Fast and the Furious movie? Never. Yeah, well, it's going to it's gonna outpass Too Fast, Too Furious, I would imagine. I don't know what it's still anything without, Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so like it's like it's like, bro, and like you're talking shit to the Rock. Like he grew up. Like, you're not you're not a box office star, man. Like, you're a glorified R&B singer that got lucky. No, I'm but... not even talking about that. I'm talking about just like in terms of like if you're gonna go spar for spar with the Rock, like you better yeah, be prepared because like, cause, like he's not. Talk, the Rock can talk more shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> easily. The Rock he's made the richest man in Hollywood. And the Rock made a the Rock made a living before becoming an actor on talking shit. Yeah. Yeah, right. pretty much. <laughs> Oh, did you like living. Did you like Furious Seven? Uh, well, I mean, that's the one with like Paul Walker. It goes. I mean, I could see how sad it is. I mean, like, I was never a big Paul Walker fan, but like, I could see like it sucks that that cast had been so together. And I understand yeah, yeah. like the 
the whole family aspect, I don't hate Tyrese for his views on that. I mean, I think it's more selfish than that because, like, he just wants to get paid. But yeah, like, I think that's I think it, that's what it, they it is more than anything. Yeah, a hundred percent. But like, it was all right. It was all right. Like, you're right. It gets a lot uh, more fun. But would <laughs> I ever? The Rock threw a torpedo in the Fate of the Furious. Yeah. That's all I think of. The Fate of the Furious, like, he grabs a torpedo and he throws it. And yeah. then there's a whole scene where it, like, legit rains cars in the Fate of the Furious. Like, there's, like, cars <laughs> falling from the sky. <laughs> yep. I can't I can't wait. They When they start stealing spaceships, it's going to take it to a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, they have to go to space now, right? I can't wait to see Vin Diesel driving a Mustang into space. It's going to be fantastic. I watched that. I texted David offline. Uh, I watched Shaft, and <laughs> that was that was laughably bad. And then I watched, um, man, what else? Oh, I oh. saw Rocket Man. How do you like Rocket oh, Man? Did you like it? Oh, uh, it was fantastic. I went on a full Elton John kick yeah. after and just played so, Rocket like, Man. Do we still great. have Taron, do we still have Taron Edison like in like he's, actor. He's like, my six. He's my six right now. But he's, he's moving to number five because uh, I heard and I spoke to someone. Not a. I need you know we're gonna see what happens when the movie comes out. But there's a very strong chance Tom Hanks is going supporting, not lead for what for uh, the Mister Rogers movie. Why would he How? support him? He's not, oh, he's he's not like, the lead. I guess he's a co-lead. Yeah, he's a co-lead. No, he's yeah, not the lead at all. The movie is pretty much Matthew Reese's movie. Matthew Rice, uh, okay. who, who was great on The Americans. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show. But he's supporting, awesome. good and, and if he does go supporting, supporting actor this year is like all leads. Is it tight? It's Al Pacino. It's um, Brad Pitt. And if, if Tom Hanks. Oh, do you think Brad Pitt gets one for? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he gets in. He's my favorite. He's the one that I have winning right now. I think he's really, really great. By the way, speaking of Bad Pritt, because um, it looks good, but I haven't really heard much about it. Do you, what, how are you feeling about Ad, was it Ad Astra? I think, the it's, space movie? I think it's a tech play. I think it's going to be a tech oh, okay. movie. I think it. I mean, I haven't heard shit about it, but it looks really cool, like all the tech. It does look it. really good. So, yeah, I think it'll be a below-the-line play. I don't think it'll be... A best pick. Oh, and then like because you're the Oscar guy, I, I was just thinking about this. I have like because I the trailer just came out. Have you? Has there been any word about Bombshell with a uh, Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman it's, and Charlize Theron? Not, not that I've heard of yet. The trailer was the teaser trailer was pretty decent. I mean, like it doesn't really tell you much, but like it was really good. I think the only Oscar trailer that I saw this week that I'm happy I put I put this in like three three weeks ago, like the week after I started doing predictions, and I have Marriage Story really up there i think i have marriage story in like my number two or three right now right that looks really really good main topic for the day we've been talking about this for a couple of years g and i always say we're going to do an episode on just trailers and i think there's a trailer that brings us to uh that discussion that was a Texas chainsaw massacre 2003 trailer that's on your list right it's definitely on my yeah, list. yeah same here all right so i don't have too many honorable mentions but before i get started these trailers don't necessarily mean the movie's great. Some of these trailers are great, but the movies are trash, mediocre, all that fun stuff. But it's just trailers that were very impactful. So same same uh, rotation, ten, honorable mentions, 10 through 6, and then 5 through 2, and then we give our number 1. So I have an honorable mention of Cloverfield, which I remember watching Transformers. And I, as soon as the movie ended, or even before the movie started, we were like, what the fuck was that? Um... I also have, since I'm watching Entourage right now, 
Do you guys ever see the Medellin trailer from the from the movie? No. <laughs> That's a good trailer. Uh, so, all right. So, here we go. So, my number 10, and Chris is probably going to kill me on this one. So, my number 10 is the San Diego Comic-Con Batman v Superman trailer. So... I, I remember now, now I know what you're talking about about movies giving good trailers. So I remember, <laughs> and this wasn't a trailer that gave away anything. This was the first trailer, the first full trailer from Comic Con that I already had any had apprehensions because I don't like Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. I think he's terrible, but that trailer was so great, and you have that moment where Bat Bat's getting up from the Batmobile and he's Superman's right there, and you have that first time ever on screen where you're having them face to face. Plus, uh. Hans Zimmer's score in the background, it made it seem like it was going to be something worth watching. Like, they even, I always liked, even the movie being what the movie is, I've always liked the incorporation of Bruce being there when everything happened between, um, yeah, with Superman and Zod. I've always liked that. Uh, yeah, the movie set, the trailer set itself up to be a really good movie. And for like two months, I forgot that Zack Snyder was directing this movie. And then the second trailer came out where they were pretty much told us that doomsday was in it and all that fun stuff and then i knew the movie was going to be complete trash um my number eight is another comic book film that had an amazing trailer with music from the smashing pumpkins and that's the watchman trailer nice so i love that trailer i remember watching it before the dark knight i'm like oh, okay so this is the next big you know, comic book movie, and I love the book. I don't know if you guys have read the, the graphic novel. I love that story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's another Zack Snyder movie, ironically. So, but the difference between this one and B versus S, I actually do like Watchmen. I just don't think it ever lived up to the anticipation and the hype that the trailer created. Because I thought the trailer was perfect. I don't think they they could have done a better job with the trailer. Uh, so that's my number nine. My number eight is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer that G and I were talking about before. Um, um, another trailer that the movie, that the is, movie is okay. Do you think it's good, G, or do you think it's okay? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good. Uh, the reason I like it is that it doesn't try to really like just remake the original. It like does its own thing. I That's think the one with Jessica Biel, right? Yeah, yeah Jessica Biel. Yeah. I think it's. I, I'm gonna steal this from you, G. I think it's too pretty. Everyone's too pretty. Yeah, it is a little cleaned up. Like, I think it, it could probably be more gritty. But the trailer yeah, is very pretty. Yeah, yeah, but the trailer is phenomenal, and I, they do they do play a good homage to like the original with certain shots and stuff in the movie. But like I, I mean, I think it's one of the better like horror movie remakes, though. I agree, and I'll let you talk more about it because I know it's on your list. Um, my number seven is actually the Social Network. Oh, that's on my list too. So <laughs> Jenny's not here to stop us now and tell us how terrible it is. <laughs> so I. G and I adore the Social Network, and I think that Radiohead cover song. Oh, so good. Yeah, that was. I was actually right. The first thing in my notes was Radiohead's. It was like an yeah. orchestra that covers Creep, and I think that was the first time that I was interested in the Social Network because I really didn't have any interest of uh, a movie about Facebook. But yeah, the trailer was also so quotable, and you can tell Sorkin had his hand right all over that movie, like. um uh, where Justin Timberlake is like a, a million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. And then, the, and then the trailer ends is if you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. Facebook. So yeah, I I adore that movie. It's one of my best films of the decade. So that's my number seven, and my number six is the trailer to Alien. 
the original uh, Alien. So that's a good trailer. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Fuck. So I think the trailer does a great job because I, with some of these movies, we're going to get into older movies that I saw the movie first, but then and then I saw the trailer after. So Alien, I obviously saw before I wasn't alive in the 70s. So I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and I was like, how would I feel if I walked if I was in a theater without social media, without anyone knowing that this movie's coming? And the trailer does a good job of, cre- of creating the atmosphere and attention that you're going to get when you see Alien. Because Alien is, you, you feel claustrophobic in that movie because you're in, in that spaceship mostly about 90% of the movie. So I thought that was well done. And Prometheus steals a little bit of the Alien trailer. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that trailer, trailer is good too, but it does. I just, yeah, it does. So yeah, that's my 10 through 6. Uh, what do you got, uh, G? All right, so at, I didn't do any honorable mentions, but I just have my list. So at ten, I have uh, Independence Day. I don't know if you remember. Gosh, I don't remember uh, rewatching that trailer, but it really sets up how. I mean, I want to say great, but how good that movie is. For it's us. a very uh, entertaining movie, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, number nine, I actually have the Blair Witch Project. The trailer is very good. Uh, I know the movie's not that great for me, but the trailer and the marketing really sets it up really well. Uh, at eight, I have uh, Kill Bill Volume One. That trailer. Uh, I don't know the name of that song that plays. Uh, it's called. I think it's called Battle Without Honor or Humanity. That plays throughout the whole first trailer. Okay. Uh, but it's really a really good trailer. Uh, at uh seven, I have uh the trailer for Red Eye. Uh, oh, this one with uh Rich McAdams and a, uh. That was so it's disappointing. So disappointing that movie. <laughs> Yeah, but the trailer's good. The trailer no, no, the trailer is good. good. I was just I like, see it in theater. I, I remember that. I was thinking that that trailer was really good, and then the movie is not so. And then like uh, for six, I'm like low key cheating. I know this doesn't count, but it's a trailer within a movie. And it's the trailer for Thanksgiving that's in Grindhouse. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's it's the one that Eli Eli Roth directed. It looks like it's like it's it, so it's cut in the same way that the original Halloween trailers cut. Except oh, that man. it's it centers on like Thanksgiving and like a serial killer that's out on Thanksgiving. Oh, I gotta I I'm gonna look I, that up after. What, re, like rewatch all the like the trailers in Grindhouse are all very good, but I like Thanksgiving the most. Nice. All right, uh, what do you got, Rye? Uh, sorry, my phone. I, as soon as you go to me, it decides to black out. One second. All right. <laughs> um, Thirteen. Uh, my honorable mentions are Alien as well. The only reason it's an honorable mention for me because. Uh, I actually haven't yet to see Alien, but I watched the trailer for this episode, and it made me want to see it more and more. Uh, number 12, Watchmen. Davey put it best. They cut that trailer perfectly for that movie. 11, Suicide Squad. Um, oh, I forgot I that was, was a good trailer. That was a good trailer. No, yeah, it did have a good trailer. I didn't list it, but it was good. Yeah, it was fun, and it made me feel exactly what a Suicide Squad movie should be. Kind of campy, corny, just bad guys being bad guys, being smart mouth. It really did well to hype that movie. Um, number 10, I have BVS. Um, I do have the second one because I do love – because it did build a hype for me. Seeing you Wonder love Woman, the Doomsday see... Review? I'm kicking Han, you off Han, here. Let me get... Han, Han, let me, let me finish, please. Go ahead. I love the Wonder Woman review. I love seeing Batman with wide eyes, you know, being a huge, huge anime series fan, seeing those wide eyes in actual live action, you know, made me geek out my seat. Now, the reason it's not further up on my list is because of Doomsday, because I do feel that the Doomsday reveal in the trailer hurt the movie 
very like that and the editing is what killed the movie in my opinion and Martha but uh yeah like that's the only reason why it's so high up for me is just because of Doomsday number nine I have Infinity War love like surprises surprises not higher it's crazy it was crazy I don't have like I have one MCU movie on my list and like considering how good these movies are I'm surprised I don't have more of them on my trailer list yeah um Number eight, I have the Joker movie. Just every time I see it, nice. I, oh, that's I, good. Uh, I, it was I wanted, yeah. I wanted to, but like G said, it's so recent. It was hard for me to put yeah. it on there. Okay, I, I think that's why it's so trailer. high up. Um, I've seen it a lot, so it's it's really good. Yeah. Number seven, Deadpool trailer. I think again, just like the Suicide Squad, it kind of encapsulates the movie exactly. It does exactly what it should. It sells that movie. Gives you exactly what you're going to get. Um, Number six, Pulp Fiction. I yes. Love I love that trailer. Are you, uh, I hope we're talking about the same one. The one that sets it up like it's this prestige movie because it won the Palme d'Or and then like it just goes ape shit throughout the rest of the trailer. Yeah, and the one that also like tells like goes through everyone that's in it, just shows how stacked the cast is. Last Samuel Jackson lines. I watched it yesterday. I can't but yeah. And yeah, it's number six, so And that was number six? Yep. All right. All right. Go ahead, Chris. Um. So I kind of went, I guess, the opposite of you guys. I didn't really start watching trailers until like 2008. I think I told David this, and like it was one of the harder things to do because like after that, like pretty much after Iron Man, I like sought them out. So a lot of those are just, like permanently burned in my memory of like specific scenes that they showed. Um. Ten for me. I didn't do any honorable mentions as well. Uh, Ten for me was Star Wars Seven, Episode Seven. Yes, like, like I was. I mean, that's that'll essentially. I mean, I saw the prequels with my dad, but that was the first one where like I was just like, "Yup," and like I, we like bonded over that. Me and Mister Chin, like we sat like around my laptop and watched it, and like he obviously no sells it because he no sells everything, but I could feel that he was excited. So like that memory for me, obviously, will always top my list. It was funny you mentioned the prequels is I thought in my head the episode one trailer was a lot better than it was and I watched it for I watched all the Star Wars ones for this list and no it's just about yeah I watched that one again too like I remember at the time thinking that the Phantom Menace trailer was really good do you know which one out of the prequels the Revenge of the Sith one the teaser trailer for that is really good yeah because you have Obi-Wan and then the trailer ends with uh, Vader breathing and then uh Palpatine telling him to rise. That's crazy. yeah, but yeah, go ahead, Chris. Uh, nine. Uh, I did Age of Ultron because I remember when oh, I think that's one of the yeah the no strings on me. Um, oh. like I think I remember when that leaked. I think that's one of the first trailers that like they escaped Comic Con. Yeah, that was one. Like that was a that was when it was like a big thing. Like you were just like refreshing your browser, hoping that somebody like got a video on. <laughs> Um, I remember blindly defending that movie, and I finally told Dave, like, I watched it again recently, and I was like, yeah, not not much happens. Not really a lot going on <laughs> in that Cap- movie. They- Captain America being Captain America, like, not... Well, I mean, you know, it's fun. Like, it's, like, it's like, any, like, subpar, like, Marvel movie is better than most. It's just not, like... I liked it a lot more when I saw it initially, and then I watched it again recently, and it's like, yeah, not much goes on. It's the weakest, right? Like, it almost, like, almost, oh, almost feels really needed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the Avengers movie is definitely the weakest. Yeah. How about MCU in general? 
It's in the bottom tier for me. Yeah, I mean, there's I, cool, there's dark cool world. action shots in there for sure. Yeah, I mean, I love the the hammer lifting scene in that movie. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. It's yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> ones. Period. It's Drunken be- Stanley. <laughs> I think yeah. it's become one of my favorite ones now because there's a payoff with end- in Endgame. Yeah, true. So, oh, yeah, all right, go ahead. Which, Chris. which the Russos, which the Russos confirmed. He was like, yeah. Cap was just being the humble guy that he is. You get, you he didn't. Scarlet, you know, get Scarlet Witch with her original accent before she drops really? it. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight. I went with it. Chapter one. Nice. Like, I remember seeing that, and I was just like, I was like, oh, I I remember watching the original, and like, but like the remake of this, I was just like, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then when you actually see like uh, scars Scarsgard as Pennywise, it's just like. That he's kind of horrifying. He's much. He, I think he's purely more scarier than uh, Tim Curry. Yeah, I agree. But like, but like, you're just like, okay, if they're gonna do this, they they're they're taking Dude, their time with it. Yeah, I really like that they actually kept the kids away from him, like before he got oh, on set shooting it. Yeah, yeah, and like so, like their reactions to some of the stuff that he does are very real because like it's like the, one of the first few times they actually like were seeing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that was really cool that how they they purposely were like did not want the kids around him like during rehearsals or like prep and all that they like when we're shooting it that's gonna be the first time that these kids see him yeah uh, seven I went with Logan the uh, the one with the Johnny Cash trailer yes. our song yes. playing below like that's awesome where they don't give you a lot I don't think and like you're just like obviously having since seen the movie it's just like everything that they put on there. Like has a as a good pacing, and then like obviously Johnny Cash playing in the background is is awesome. Soundtracks make a trailer for me. Yeah. Also, like yeah, big, definitely. Which leads me to the next one, which I think that we talked about this earlier offline. James Gunn in uh, Guardians Two. I love Guardians. I love that trailer. song. That's Fox, the, the Fox chain on the run and, is the best. And then they had the chain from Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yep. Like it's. The the music that James Gunn obviously brings, and I'm not I've I don't know who the person is that has that title, but I've always heard that James Gunn has a huge influence on the music that they they select. Like it it it, it all works, and then you see uh, the whole conversation with Baby Groot and Rocket, whereas that whole scene is like hilarious to me. Agreed. All right, so going five through two, I have number five is a trailer. When Lou used to be on the podcast, Lou and G used to knock me for loving. I have the original Halloween trailer. It just it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so long. And like they say the title like over and over again. Halloween. Like, Halloween. <laughs> it's funny because over and over again. And it me, gives away the whole movie. Yeah, no, and it actually was going into my next two trailers going go into something that trailers from the seventies and eighties did a lot of. And I think Ryan and I were talking about this off the line. They gave away the entire movie for the most part. <laughs> they gave up everyone that dies. But but I always love the fact that um they used the score brilliantly and then you get the end that despite the fact that they pretty much gave you the entire movie, you have the the trailer end with um Michael chasing Laurie. It's going to make you It's going to make you want to know if he catches her or not. And it's gonna make you right. want to see you know the movie. what actually what horror movie trailer gives away everything? Have you watched the trailer for Friday the thirteenth? Yes, it gives away every kill. So they, they count down one to thirteen. They count down every single kill. Yeah. So you know exactly who dies. Which in is the trailer. trash. But um <laughs> the last the last reason I really like it is because of 
that last scene, and I, I always mark out when he's like Halloween, the night he came home. Yeah, after he finally says it after five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, it's really good. No, the ending of the trailer is good. And then my number four is the Batman 1989 teaser trailer, the one that doesn't have any music and it just has scenes. So I really enjoy that for the reason that um, I think they were supposed to just put a trailer together and they just decided to just take chicken they salad. Needed, they take, need to prove that it was like good. Make chicken like, salad out of shit. Yeah, make chicken salad out of chicken shit kind of because they didn't have a yeah, trailer yeah, prepared. Yeah. And I will, I can go back to that trailer and I still enjoy it. Um, and I think that I mean that trailer probably hyped up what the movie was going to be. Like it, it sold it really well. Agreed. Now my top three are more personal as to you know why I love them, and there's always a little personal story to it. So my number three is actually a I cheated here, so I actually put Infinity War and Endgame together. Because I, what I felt, I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Like when I first saw the Infinity War trailer, I felt like I didn't waste ten years of my life. <laughs> like I'm like, I think they're gonna nail this. And then when I saw the Endgame trailer, I felt more. I didn't get emotional or anything like that, but I felt like, like, it, it reminded me of that Office line, and I put it in the trailer into my review of the Avengers, like. I wish you knew you were in the good time before the good times are over. Like, okay. you knew we were coming to an end. And I think the trailer does a great job well, of just. The whole thing about the end game trailer is that it's only like the first, what, few minutes of the movie? Like, they, that's all they really minutes, cut. I think he said. First, yeah, like, yeah that's first 20 so minutes. Cool. So, and they're able to do that and get us hyped for it. I've always. I love when trailers can do that. And the fact that we've been a part of this franchise for and this universe for so long already, and they actually nailed the ending. It, it it it'll always be a top I'm spot trailer happy for me. It still holds up. Like I've watched it so many times now, and every time I'm just like, hey, it's so good. Yeah, no, I'm like, with you. So good. And then my number two is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I didn't really touch on it much when Chris was talking about it, but um, and I'm not I'll talking about off. what. Oh, you're gonna hold off. Uh, All right, cool. So I'll just say what I got to say on this one. So, um, I am. Everyone knows here. I'm like the biggest star Wars fan and knowing that Disney owned it, knowing that we were getting some new ones, I really didn't know what to expect, but I knew it can't be worse than the prequels. So it is what it is. <laughs> I guess how we all felt, right? Yeah. yeah. But that for that trailer, and I'm not talking about the teaser. I'm talking about the first full trailer that debuted when the tickets went on sale, that first trailer showing what it showed of Han telling, they pretty much put the original th- even the prequels, you put the original six into some form of mythology because you have Han telling Ray, like, yeah, it's true, all of it, like the dark side, the Jedi. And then you see all these new characters. You're wondering how do they like what are, what are they going to what impact are they going to make on this franchise? Plus, John Williams, the music in that score is I mean, in that trailer is phenomenal. And I've always uh, and it's funny that you mentioned the, the sizzle reel from from. Rise of Skywalker because in Force Awakens trailers, the first time you hear Kylo with the mask on and you see Vader's mask, I read in the sizzle reel that you see that he still has the mask. Like he has it away. So that that's pretty cool. And yeah, like it's the first trailer that actually got me emotional. Like I and probably one of the only ones. I think it is the only trailer that ever made me like tear up. Like I was like, wow, this is incredible. So yeah, that's my number two. Uh what do you got, G? Alright, so at uh, 5, I, I know you went Volume 2 with, with Guardians. I went with Volume 1 for Guardians of the Galaxy, 
the whole like uh, the whole like hooks on the feeling song being yep. in the trailer, and then uh, it sold it really well for me because I knew nothing about those characters at all, and the fact that I, it kind of pulled me in on something I knew nothing about like proved how good that trailer was. Uh, four, I went with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, it's just a real. I mean, like I don't know, like when the last time some of you guys watched that trailer, it's just it. It, I, like I, I like that. I like the movie, but it's the trailer is a much better. Like, it makes the movie seem like it's probably like really great, and uh, it's and I and I gotta give credit to Michael Bay because Michael Bay was the one that really helped cut that trailer together. Nice. Uh, uh, he was the one that was like, "Hey, like we're gonna use like the the camera flicks that they use in the movie and like all that stuff. Like we're gonna like like he wanted to make it kind of subtle and really sell it. And it's kind of funny that Mark Michael Bay went subtle because he's not." subtle at all ever but like that's how he wanted to sell it and like it really works really well uh three have the trailer for inception oh that's a good trailer yeah uh it's a really really solid trailer um and then with uh two you're gonna be surprised as i always give this uh movie a solid seven but the trailer for mad max fury road is actually very very good and the movie's great too it's a solid seven, but oh, like the trailer is a solid three. <laughs> the trailer, the trailer is a solid ten. The trailer is really good. I actually watched it again with my buddy uh, Justin because we were like, well, I was trying to put the list together, and he was like, he was the one that reminded me. He's like, didn't that have a really good trailer? And like, we watched it again. I was like, yeah, that's really good. You should watch the movie and then, again. And then he actually got on my case again. He was like, you don't really like that movie that much. I was like, I like it. It's fine. It's a, you should it's watch it. Seven. It's fucking great. I did. Why I watch it? So I watch it again. So All right, good. I will. But the trailer is really good. The trailer is really really good. All right, go ahead, Ry. Uh, my number five is The Dark Knight Rises, the one where you hear like that. I guess you kind of call it that Bane song, that hasa, hasa. Like it just kind of like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how exactly it goes. I'm I know what it is. I know what it is. It's a good, tra- it's a yeah. very good trailer. No, when he's in the pit. Is, I, I, liked your, like, I liked your makeshift version of it. <laughs> like, for, for some reason, the first couple of times I heard it, I heard fish and pasta. I know that's not what they say. <laughs> I heard fish and fish and pasta and pasta. But yeah, it just got me so hyped coming off the dark night. Like, you know, getting a legit Bane who's not just, you know, dumb muscle. The pet is really got me hyped. Um, my number four is also the Guardians original trailer. Uh, same reasons as G. Didn't know much about it. Looked a lot of fun. Had the same kind of feel as also kind of the Deadpool. You just show it was like a lighthearted kind of movie. And I kind of dug that about it. Um... Number three, the Days of Future Past one. Not the one with uh, Magneto, you know, pulling uh, Mystique closer to the other one, like where it just shows everybody. You know, you see the White House, you see the Sentinels for the first time. Uh, yeah. Like, as a, you know, X-Men main series geek, that just, you know, was so amazing to see on the big screen. And uh, number two, the Dark Knight uh, trailer oh. just... Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, Chris, go ahead. Uh, five, I went with the first Avengers. I remember I remember see, uh, seeing that as well. Like seeing essentially the first, it's not the culmination, obviously, where three Avengers after, but uh, like seeing that first, that first phase one, like start to come to like the conclusion seeing like everybody start interacting i mean there's a lot of early uh robert downey jr and he's like he's going at it with cap he's going at it with thor and like 
I w- it was awesome to see like the bigger vision. Did like, you finally start? To did take you place. guys think that that was it? Like we were we were making all these movies for the Avengers and that's it? Because I did. Yeah, I, that's what that was my original thought. Yeah, I mean it makes. I, I had no I idea mean, that they were planning what they were planning. Yeah, for <laughs> movies at the time, if you really like put yourself back in that space, I mean, we obviously talk about it a lot. Like nothing's been ever done like what they've done prior outside of maybe Star Wars. But even then, by the time Avengers came out, Star Wars was still only at six films. So has like who did it better then? Like has the MCU did the MCU do it better than like the way that they build up Star Wars or well, um, I think I I think the MCU's one plan. Yeah. I think so. Star Wars like other people came in into the kitchen. Yeah, I think I, I so. Yeah. Well, didn't other? I mean, like you can say that with the MCU, right? Because like all the individual movies are directed by other people, so there's a lot of different. But I think it was pieces. all under. I, I think it's all under uh, Kevin Feige. Feige, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah like he's, he's the one. He's the one constant. In it. And yeah. we were never going to get these last three Star Wars movies without them going to Disney. So I think right. they, I think he was probably done. So. Well, if prequels got better reception, do you think we still have gotten under his? You think? Yeah, I think so. I think he got a little butthurt that no one likes him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for episode three because it's really yeah, good. Yeah, you know, that does suck because it gets lumped in with the awful ones. And, uh, like, episode three is good. Yeah, I agree right. with that. It's, uh, it's it's really good. It sticks the landing really well. Like, it's it's emotional in all the right places. It's actually really well done. It just sucks that it gets lumped in with, like, Rolling around in the grass and Attack of the Clones and whatever happened, Phantom Menace. Yeah, I'm with you. The only thing that sucks with uh, Episode Three is just dialogue. That's that's about it. Like, because there, there are some really just really bad. No, the, the scene that like I can't like I, like it just pulls me out for a moment is when it's like towards the end when like Natalie Portman does that whole like Anakin, you're breaking my heart. The way she like delivers the line, I'm like, oh god, like. You just needed like a little. Look, you're a good actress. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like George, it's Lucas, George Lucas is good at directing like computer shit. I guess like he's not really good with people. Yeah, but like then it's yeah. immediately followed by like um, Obi Wan with the like you were the chosen one. Like like oh. I love that part. Yeah, so do I. Like, yeah, that was delivered well. Yeah, so like it's it is weird. Like it's just, like all right. Well, maybe it was Natalie Portman's fault. I don't know. <laughs> Don't 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 stir don't stir him up. Thor hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah uh, we're so happy that she's back in this franchise, man. <laughs> all right, stir him up. Yeah, we all we all we all were just waiting with bated breath for Jane to come back. <laughs> <laughs> like God damn it! And I love Natalie Portman. I just thought she like sleepwalks through those movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she didn't see the End Game apparently. Well, no, apparently they came over. They were like, yo, I, I bet if she wasn't going to be like female Thor, she wouldn't do it. You think she yeah. saw Endgame? Yeah, well, she yeah. was at the premiere. Oh, yeah, she was. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. She left. That'd be really funny if she just like walked the red carpet. She's like, I'm, uh, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> she turned right back around. And technically, uh, she's in it. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, Thor, you already spoke about it. I mean, you obviously know I didn't see the Endgame trailer until after I watched the movie, yeah. but I had the Infinity War trailer. Uh, like, Peter's showing off the, the Spidey sense, like, uh, the cut of, like, Thanos going through on Titan. Like, there's so many, so many things that do it for me. The fight at Wakanda. Uh, three, Jurassic World. When they, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. 
when they release the trailer for Jurassic World and like they do John Williams the slow play yes, where they go yes. through the, the updated gate, like I was just like, Yep, I'm all the yeah, way in. That, that trailer like based on that nostalgia for sure. Chris, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I've never actually talked to you about this. Do you like Jurassic World? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it more than like it's it's the better Jurassic Park sequel that they made. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Two's it's not better, it's, it's definitely better than Lost awful. World and it's definitely better than Jurassic Park Three. Yeah. Uh I didn't like Fallen Kingdom as much. I actually Oh, I actually had fun with that. I, I liked that one a lot. It felt like a Yeah, it felt like a haunted house movie. I think I think it was the it's the third best sequel. But I didn't like it as much as oh, I liked it. Oh, but that scene where the Brachiosaurus is like dying in the fire, it's really sad. Yeah, that's tough. Or were they going to kill all... They went full Toy Story and they were going to kill all those dinosaurs? And now we're going to get the last one with everyone coming back. Sam Neill's coming back. Laura Dern's coming back. Jeff Goldblum's coming back. Yeah. Well, Sam, Sam Neill's not busy. I mean, I guess. Nah, what I guess do you you're... mean? He's in uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, well, well, cool. I mean, he's not as busy as the rest of them. No, I guess not. Laura, Laura, Laura Dern's had a resurgence. She was on Big Little Lies. She, she may, uh, she may be about to win an Oscar, my friend. Oh, is she? Yeah, for oh, uh, for uh, Marriage Story. Oh, is she in that? Oh, yeah, she is in that. Yeah. Those trailers were good too, by the way. I don't know yeah. if you watched the companion trailers. Yep. Very good. <laughs> All right. Good. Was that was that your uh, that was your number two, right? Yeah, three. Number two. Number two. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Um, Civil War, particularly the one with Spider-Man, that end, oh, the that end, end where mm-hmm. he does the underroost thing, and it's like, oh shit, this is really happening. And then to go back to what we were talking about, Sony fucked it all up. Over <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that someone made a Facebook event to storm the Sony offices? If, uh, that's funny. If no, it was I in Boston, I think that's Chris funny. would have gone. Uh, I would have had some strength in it. I don't. I don't protest. That's not for me. But uh, I would have supported. They would. I would. They would have got my fake internet signature. <laughs> I like that thing that Jen shared too, where they, every, all the celebrities were sharing that like fake Instagram thing. Oh my god! And then, like, hilarious. Someone, someone commented like, "Y'all sharing this, and like, y'all need to be worried about getting Spider Man back in the MCU." <laughs> True. Or the Amazon uh, with the Amazon fires. Yeah. yeah. And then that's yeah. my time to do. And then my number one is uh, the Dark Knight. And now, Rai, you want to? You can kick it off since you had, that was your number two. I mean, like seeing uh, the little bit of Joker that we got. Wait, which just, trailer? Uh, which trailer are you talking about? The first one, right? The first. Yeah. The full trailer. Okay, go like, ahead. Yeah. No, the little bit of Joker. You know, the, just the feel that that trailer gave you, like to your at least for me to my core, just. Like it made me feel like I have to see this movie. Like this, like it made you feel like it was gonna be. You you kind of knew, at least I did. The it was gonna be an important comic book. It was gonna be an important movie in general, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, for me it was. Um, I put this movie at the highest anticipation of any movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, and we have had Endgame. We've had all these movies, but like I remember. 2006 Dave and the first time I saw that picture and I talked about this on here before I was like okay this this could be something then I specifically went to see the Simpsons movie because the teaser trailer yep. for the Dark Knight was mm-hmm. on there and it was nothing but like I I feel they brilliantly set made you want more because they gave you the Joker in pieces so the teaser trailer yeah. you heard him for the first time 
and then in the theatrical trailer they make you hear him he starts the trailer and then when he's like evening commissioner and then you see the first shot of him in the jail cell done i was mm-hmm. done absolutely done there was nothing else that movie could do for me not to want to see it anymore and then the movie obviously is the end all be all of the genre so i think that trailer did ev- yeah it i mean i i i think it's not just the best i think it's the best comic book movie because while I love Avengers, and I think Avengers Endgame is my number two. If we had to do this list all over again, I think I would put Avengers Endgame number two. But I want to wait till Joker comes out to see where we end up uh, end up with that because it's the last comic book movie of the year. But um, I look at it as like Avengers Endgame is an impactful and highest grossing movie of all time, but it's very centralized into the genre. While the Dark Knight okay. is not, the Dark Knight is. A movie that it can be, genre, yeah, right? it transcends it, and it's a movie that can be seen by anyone that's not in the genre, that's not into comic book films. Just tell them, you know, let them watch that first five minutes or first ten minutes of the movie with the bank robbery. Don't tell them what it's on, what it is. Put it on, and when they see it's a Joker at the end, just keep it going, and then you're gonna see that it's so transcendent to to people that don't love comic book movies because they don't like guys in spandex or whatever, and then did such a great job and it started with the trailers i think it was with so much anticipation with the joker in 2008 i think they did it perfectly in in getting us ready for that character and everything lived up to the hype so yeah that's my number one is the dark knight what about you g so i went with cloverfield for oh my really number one okay uh yeah like well because we talk about like i think we talked about it before right like with trailers like do they show too much especially now like, where they give away everything. And, like, I think Cloverfield is a good example of, like, teasing it enough where you're, like, you're interested, but you don't really learn much either. But it makes you want to know more. And, like, for something that probably had no buzz on it whatsoever, like, coming into it, like, I think it's just, like, it really sets up this whole, like, the good thing about a trailer is, like, you want to, like, possibly see more. Like you want to know what that movie is, and that makes you want to go see it. And I think that trailer is a really perfect example of, like, I think it proves that you can do less, and you don't have to give everything away. Like, a lot of people think that, like, a trailer needs to, like, detail everything, and I think that proves that you don't need to. Like, yeah. it just gives you just enough to I make agree. you want to go see it. So that's <laughs> why. I mean, like, it, like, I, like, I don't think we've really had, like, like, we've talked about really good trailers. You talked about different trailers for, like, The Dark Knight and all that stuff. But, like, I don't think we've really had a trailer like Cloverfield in, like, a long time that mm. just teases something like that. No, that's true. I mean, we, we're, fi- we're finishing this episode off with our number ones, but I think we started the episode off with a trailer that came out of nowhere that gave us nothing, but we're all hyped, and that's the Breaking Bad trailer. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. – right? it's nowhere near it because I, I know exactly how you feel with the Cloverfield one, but, I mean – that's the closest thing I could come to with something that's random that I think will live up to expectation. Right. But yeah, uh, that's a good one. Uh, go ahead, Rye. My number one is Force Awakens, the first trailer. Let's like, hear it. Just, I, play, I can't think of a trailer I watched more and more than that trailer. Like To the point, Casey was very sick of that trailer. Very, um, just... Uh, being Star Wars is my main geekdom. Like when like it was my original geekdom. So to see that to hear uh 
Ford's vo- Harrison Ford's voice, uh, Chewbacca. Just seeing all the little things that we got, I like just all. I think again, it didn't make my. It, I did cry a little bit the first time I saw. It. I went to movies purposely to see that on the big screen to get that big screen feel again, and it did not. And for me, it didn't disappoint. It, it was no, I love the, the most. Yeah, it most Star Warsy trailer that you that I had in my lifetime. I felt um, just it was amazing, and just like watching the trailer again for this list, I again smile and grin, get that same giddiness that I got when I first saw the trailer. I think the movie and quick comment on the movie. I mean, it is what it is, and I think I think it's great. I think still think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a very safe movie. Like they. Introduced these new characters, made you care about them, but they mm-hmm. rehashed but they probably, things. They probably felt they had to be safe. Yeah. I mean, after the prequels, I guess. And yeah. I mean, I, I still love The Force Awakens. I love The Last Jedi. And I'm, we'll see what happens with Rise of Skywalker. But I think... So when I when I saw Force Awakens, when I first saw it, I like I was so... I was like, this is so good. And like I dial, I've dialed it back since. Like I think it's really good. But like I, I was so excited for it because... I think like what you're saying, like it didn't really play it safe and it kinda like did a lot of the things that like I mean, I know a lot of people say it's basically like a new hope, but like you know like they like they, they think they copies like the same motif as that. Yeah. But like I I think like it did what it needed to do. It got you excited to be a Star Wars fan again. Mm-hmm. Like it like it, like in a big way, because, like even though Revenge of the Sith was the last one we got and that was a good one, like there's still that whole like stink of attached to like, like the prequels so like i think that force awakens did its job of like you know like hey this is what these movies are like when they're really good this is what you grew up with this is why you love these movies and i think that's why i think that's why that movie works and like it works because i think he he definitely played it safe but like yeah i think they had to yeah in order to get him, to, to I, get us back in again. i mean if you really want to talk about like reboots of 2015 creed played it very safe too it's literally the Mm -hmm. same as rocky but it doesn't get the same you know backlash that star wars has because their fans you know star wars fans are a particular very particular but uh, they're they're a fickle bunch that's a nice way to put it they're they're a very very fickle bunch so like when force awakens comes out they're like oh it's basically a new hope why don't you do something different and then when like uh last jedi comes out they're like oh you did something too different no, <laughs> the same. Like so, like there's no making them happy. No, not nope. at all. No, they are the worst of the nope. worst. And I'm. A... I think they, they're worse than comic book fans. Yep, I yep. I agree. Oh, I don't... <laughs> I, they they might be a step behind Sonic fans. Wait, there's Sonic fans. <laughs> you know, the good, that movie it may never get released. <laughs> you know, it's bad. Like Star Wars fans can complain all they want, but they're not going to go change the movies. Sonic, the Sonic fans literally stopped the movie. And they were like. <laughs> On Twitter, like now they went back and like they're re they're redoing it. I, I, I the only one didn't think he looked that bad. It was get, fine. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, no, he looked hard. No, he looked awful. He didn't look that bad. It was not, not enough to pull the movie and redo it. <laughs> no, not enough to yeah. pull the movie, but he did look horrible. Stop it, because he smiles. Jesus, no. <laughs> like, his eyes, his eyes weren't angry enough. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just to me, like I'm like I when I first saw it, I thought it was just some. I didn't think it came from a, you know, corporation. I thought someone on Facebook just posted their rendition when I first saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, the you. movie's not gonna be good, so I don't know why you no, guys I agree. Like, no, oh, exactly. I, 
I I'm seeing an opening weekend because I want to see that train wreck. I cannot <laughs> wait for that train wreck. It makes me sad that Jim Carrey is in it. Remember when Jim Carrey was cool? Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah. And he made cool movies. Yeah, that we all loved in the door. Now, is this going? Do you think it's going to be Mario Brothers bad, or you think it's going to? No, there's nothing going to be that bad. No, I'd rather watch. I I I like watching Mario Brothers. <laughs> I'm well, terrible. Video game movies. Do you guys like Silent the Silent Hill? I Ooh. just bought it on Blu-ray uh, last me. week. I think it's decent. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'll let you know what I think. Because I literally have. Out of my 2,000 movies, I have 20 left that I can watch because we're moving in two weeks, so I don't have many. That's why I've been watching Entourage. Wait, you're, not taking, you're not taking all your movies with you? Yeah, but they're all oh, packed. They're all packed. Oh, they're all packed up. <laughs> so what 20 did you guys keep out that you can The watch? stuff that I recently bought. <laughs> so I oh, bought... Are, like, are most of them good? <laughs> no. <laughs> so... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not what you want. Yeah, not it at all. Game multiple times. Well, no, like I, I just packed up Marvel yesterday. Actually, that's sad. Yeah, I um, what I have left is actually stuff I bought at the horror convention that I went to last week. So, um, uh, I bought I well, I bought the thing because it's a steel book, so I bought the thing. So that's I have. A, the, yeah, I have that one. That's good. So I have that. I bought the witches that uh, Angelica that Houston movie. Was horrifying. So like the old one, right? The old one, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're remaking it. Yeah, I bought uh, I bought Silent Hill, like I mentioned before. I bought Night at the Creeps. I bought Creep Show, um, and I bought the Ghostbusters animated series on Blu-ray. Oh, nice. That's about That's it. Awesome. That's all I got. By the left. way, your Halloween Four shirt in that picture with Daniel Harris, I want it. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a, I finally finished the collection because the Fright Rags is always at that con that I go to, so I decided to pick oh, everything really? up. Yeah, I was like, I meant to ask you where you got that shirt. I was like, I want that shirt. Yeah, they <laughs> they uh and they're cheaper at the convention. They charge like twenty eight dollars plus shipping. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Chris, what's your number one? Um, it was the Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Everything that you, yeah, everything that you said more. Like I bought, I saw that movie three times in twenty four hours. Oh, you I beat me! Twice in the day, I saw it like I saw it early in the morning, and then I went again at night. Yeah, I went. This is when they did midnight releases. I saw it at midnight. I saw it uh, first showing, and then I saw it later, like after dinner. By and the way, I miss midnight releases. I don't. I mean, no, yeah, I guess, I, I, guess I like I don't I guess got it anymore. Useful, like as an adult, I like I kind of like being able to go preview night at seven o'clock, but I miss the like feeling of going at midnight i'm too exhausted to go movie. at a midnight show i can't do it i know and, and to, to like go back on like i couldn't i i mean i probably could but i wouldn't have been able to go through i wouldn't have been able to work go see Endgame at midnight gone come back to work at seven o'clock in the morning after right. a three-hour movie by the way my first uh my first midnight showing was prisoner of azkaban that was the first one i ever did oh it's a good one too yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was all dressed up. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Real quick question about the Dark Knight before we go: Do you think, out of all these comic book movies, because everyone gets backlash, even Endgame, do you think Dark Knight gets it the least, or do you think there's a lot of people that don't like? Because I know you know someone because it's not true. I comic know book. someone that doesn't like it, so he probably can't. Uh, he's gonna shit on uh, the Joker I, when like, I come I, out. I actually texted him recently because I was like, "Hey, would you ever like?" want to be on the podcast because he listens to it and he's like yeah i've heard you mention me before on your podcast and i was like yeah. yeah because you know you might need to explain yourself about why you don't like the dark knight he's a hardcore like comic book fan so like he's like very much like it's not his batman i guess so i don't 
that, that's his issue with it. And like, it's just, and he has the same issue with some of the X Men movies. Like, I mean, I know Leo has a similar issue with X Men. I, I bet he has a lot of issues with a lot of issues with X Men movies. <laughs> he's like, he's more lenient on like Spider Man and stuff like that. But like Batman, like, like for him, Batman '89 is his definitive Batman movie. And then I was like, but that's not even comic book accurate either. Like, I no, don't understand. Like, from it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't get his argument really. How, how old is he? But like, uh, he's my age. He's thirty-four. Oh, so he's not. He wasn't even like a teen or anything when Batman '89 came out. Because I, because I no. think that movie has such an aura about it. Because I adore it, and you guys know I adore it. And I think everyone here does too. Like mm-hmm. that, we look past the many faults that movie has, like mm-hmm. on the regular. Yeah, and, there's a lot of them too. <laughs> so. Like yes. him and I can't even talk about the Dark Knight because we get into, like I feel like I'm gonna fight him. <laughs> like I I can't like he'll bring up something like, I was, I just, like you know how you want to be like respectful of people's opinions and you're like all right no. you're entitled to yours no. whatever. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like when it comes to like something like that where it's just, like I don't understand what you don't see that's great. Like tell me what's not great. And if your argument is just like oh well it doesn't follow the comic books so, like well like dude like Batman eighty nine doesn't either and you love that. And what did you say to that? I like, but he, I think it's just like I think like what you're saying like I think with '89 it has more to do with like his childhood nostalgia like growing up with it yeah. and like and, and like and then like he kind of like I because I don't really re- I've never really read Batman comic books so I don't really know how accurate things are supposed to be but like he feels that like in terms of tone and overall like the look that. Like, it's very like the 1989 version is very like similar to like what Frank Miller did with it. I guess w- what he wrote. I forgot what the Dark story Re- that Dark he Knight Returns. Up. Dark Knight Returns. So like he really feels like it's close to that. And uh, like I, he... I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I, I loved I, I love Batman, but no. Yeah, uh, I, I I disagree. Yeah, well, I, you I, should I have. Fun. Yeah, but like it's hard. Like like he's the only one I know that doesn't like the Dark Knight. Like Same I haven't here. met anyone. Like, oh, there was like, someone, and I can't remember who on Ryan's on Spinrack, that used to talk shit about the Dark Knight, and then I fucking unleashed on that person. I don't remember who it was, and they've never said a bad word about that movie ever again because they couldn't give me a reason why they give didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, it doesn't even just extend to the Dark Knight. He doesn't like that whole trilogy: Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Doesn't like any of them because it's focused on real life. That's why. Like, it's yeah, not... I think like like. Like he's one of those people that like if you're gonna make a comic book movie, make it purely a comic book movie, and like, and like yeah, you can do that. Like you can do that with certain ones, right? You can do that with the Avengers. That feels more like a comic book come to life. Yeah. And so it's Guardians of the Galaxy and like stuff like that. And like, and they are great because of that, right? They they you really feel like you're watching like the comic book panels like come to life on screen, mm-hmm. and that's good. But I think with something like Batman, there's a lot of wiggle room to make it. More serious and more realistic. That's why I've always liked. What's prefer- his favorite? Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, I was gonna say, do you know what his favorite comic book movie is? And if his standards are that high, that Dark Knight is mo- so hated. Uh, he likes the original Superman. Okay, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Did you wait? Did you woof it? You don't like the original Superman, Chris? What was that? You don't like the original no. Superman? No, I didn't say anything. No, I woofed to that being the like his favorite. Oh, well, no. If we're gonna like, talk. That movie ends terribly. The last twenty minutes of that movie are awful. So yeah, 
No, it's a good. It's a, it's a movie. good movie. I, I think mean, it's a good you, movie. If his favorite comic book movie was say Into the Spider Verse, I get it because, like you just said, G, that's a comic book movie come to life as right. on the big screen. I think that's the I've closest thing one. to a page to screen adapta- adaptation. Like yes. literally page to screen. The it only literally th- has word bubbles and everything. Yeah, <laughs> like live action. I think the closest thing we've ever come page to screen is that the the moment in Endgame, the portal scene. Like I felt okay. like I felt like that was straight out of a book. A splash page. Like it was a splash no, page. His second, his second favorite, even though it's not really a comic book, it's like the it's graphic novels. But uh, Sin City. But that's but actually like but that's a good example of like page to screen, like legit. Yeah, true. Page to screen. Yeah, and that's a good movie. I like that as well. And then, Sin City's uh, great. Tell tell your boy. In October, I we're doing. I know, man. I know. I know. We're doing a. <laughs> we're doing our. Com- we're gonna go back and rehash our top ten comic book films. He's more than welcome to come on. And he's going to debate all of us when all our number ones are The Dark Knight. Still, like, just don't like fight. I mean, actually fight. It might be good for the podcast. You know me. <laughs> you know me. I, I know. I mean, I it's don't... frustrating, dude. Like I, I, like, I mean, like, you get frustrated with people, like, sometimes on Facebook that, like, try to argue and then they don't really have a good argument. Like, I think if he, like, told you how much he doesn't like The Dark Knight, like, you might get so flustered that you start stuttering. Like, you'd be like, I'll go, fuck you. <laughs> 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 Like I can't like I've actually told like it's getting it's gotten brought up be- like uh, several times like yo we can't talk about this or we can't be friends like I like we can't like, we're gonna fight so, I just, like I just you don't it. like it that's fine I love it you don't it just seems <laughs> asinine that's all <laughs> just it does it seems like you're just like like I told him like one time like it seems like you're just harping on something that everyone likes like you think you're cool because like you're the only one that doesn't like it. Yeah, just daring to be different. Yeah, yeah you're because, just trying to be different. Yeah, because like, if you like, view like, that... Whatever. Like, I mean, I know there's probably other people out there that don't like it that much, or like think it's just okay. I'm I, sure. I'd rather I, you think it's okay, at, like, yeah, than not like it at but all. But I never met someone other than him that was like, I didn't like it. I, it wasn't good. Yeah, I... I, and, like, I, I mean, he also prefers Jack Nicholson over Heath Ledger. Oh, my fucking God! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, all right? I know. <laughs> But uh, I'm not. I'm not knocking Jack Nicholson, right? No, like, no, no, no. That's He's the performance we grew up with. Yeah, we grew up with that, dude. Well, yeah, he thinks you, Jack Nicholson's a joker. I would drug test your friend yesterday. <laughs> like, lots of drug testing needs to be done. My God, and that's a great way to end this episode. So, <laughs> Chris, thanks for being on as always. always Guys, thanks, thanks for, for being back. And next, yep. we'll see you next week.